B, B, B. I'm here. Where are you? I'm over here. Ah, oh, there you are. Right. So, question. You had me fly all the way from the Savari Zone to Vermilion City. What gives? Well, you see, I'm looking for a rare Pokemon. On a dock? The only thing you're going to find here are mariners and ships. Ah, but look here. There's a truck. Just what I was looking for. Now, if we bug this, there should be a mew under it. Come on, help me. Okay, so, first off, that truck you call over there is a car. Right? Secondly, it probably has a handbrake on, so it ain't going nowhere. Not with that attitude in. Oh, come on, help me. Hustle, damn it. Thirdly, a legendary Pokemon like Mew is, isn't going to be found under a Ford Escort. It will be found over something more awesome, like a like a, a Lamborghini Diablo or, or, or a DeLorean. You know, classy cars like that. <sighs> oh, this thing is heavy. <sighs> and lastly, you ain't lifting that by yourself, and I'm not helping you on my bad back. Give me a second. Here. Machop. Get that car out of the way for my friend, will you? Out of the way? A nugs two feet would have done. Now it's in the water. Good going. Hey. Hey, don't hey. yell at my chop. He only what, did what I told wait him. Wait anyway, what the car's out of the way now. Ah, what's going on? Ah. <laughs> oh, I'm too old for this. <laughs> wait. What? What in Snorlax's name have you done to my car? He did it. You what? I just wanted to move it a bit. You, come here! <laughs> hey, nothing under that car. Hang on a tick. Oh, score a penny! Welcome to the Waffling Tailors podcast. Yes, it's that time again. This time we've got a bit of an anniversary thing going on, because why not? So, with that in mind, Pokemon 25th anniversary. I am Backpacker Squidge, and I am joined by Beautiful Last Year. Make some noise. I'm very beautiful. He certainly is. His beard is a sight to behold. And we are also joined by Hexmaniac B. Make some noise. I wanted to be a bug catcher, but unfortunately all the positions were taken because the bug catchers are actually really bad at catching bugs, it turns out. One Caterpie! One Caterpie and you call yourself a bug catcher. I mean, come on. Apart from that one in Pokemon Blue that's got that level 9. Anyway, let's, let's not get that yet. So, yes, it is... An anniversary episode all to do with Pokemon, seems like it's end 25 this year. It's still old enough to drink. Who'd have thought? feel old yet. They feel old yet. There's been so many anniversaries this year. We've got Tomb Raider. We've got the... Oh, yeah, uh, we've got a massive <laughs> list of them. We've got Sonic the Hedgehog. Evil. Pokemon. Zelda. The to-do list is massive. <laughs> Everything for, is for, getting... For this year. Everything's Don't getting so it. old. 
Don't tell everyone about all the episodes we're going to produce, Squidge. <laughs> I, I just said the to-do list. I said nothing about the hundreds of anniversaries oh, right. we're going to do. You know, I'd never say that. So, so what you're saying is well. you've just got loads of games to play, have you? That's what it is. <laughs> if only. If only it were that simple. This is weird, me doing this. Okay, let's go with it. Let's roll with it. So, B, give us a thousand-foot overview of Pokemon Go. I mean... As in Pokemon, not Pokemon Go. Go on. <laughs> I'm a bit confused <laughs> what a thousand-foot overview is. I did see this on the... Uh, Describe it. So Just just, so yeah. just a broad overview of yeah. Pokemon. Yeah. So basically, you are a child who is abandoned by their father, nowhere to be seen, and then your mother tells you on your 10th birthday, right, get out there, go out the house, leave home, and um, catch all the dangerous animals that are wandering around this world. There's 150 of them in this first in the first game those others later we want you to get all of them well, I say I want you to get all of them and then like battle them with other kids and just generally you know have a a, a thing that social services w- would have a field day if they ever got to where Pokemon <laughs> set because I mean there's uh, there's child neglect they're, they're, they're fighting each other you know but at no point is, is there any human hospitals on Pokemon Island so how are all the humans staying alive? Like, what's happening there? there? There's loads of Pokemon centers, but not a single human hospital. Anyway, you do all this and you battle with other uh, monsters and you find them and collect them and do these various missions. Then you get to beat the Elite Four, who are apparently the four best ones. Or if you want, you can just literally catch them all. That is the slogan of the um, of, of the whole thing. And then you can try and find all the super rare ones, which are hard to find. Oh, and you could trade with your friends. There you go. So just really quick, it's not a Pokemon island. It's not like the island of Dr. Monroe. Humans are Pokemon, or are they? Right, so we have the B's description of Pokemon. Jay, have you got one? I know you haven't played many of them, but go on, give it a go. So my entire experience of Pokemon is playing the um, the first generation, right? So red and blue over here, and I got a... Uh, a, a version of green as well that has been translated, and I've played a little bit of yellow, right? Here's my interpretation of Pokemon the video game. Ah, my eye! Your character, whatever you call your character, wakes up and is playing Super Nintendo. And your mum says, get out of the house. And so you get out of the house and you start to leave the city because you've had enough of this. Mum telling me to stop playing video games. You try to get out of the little town you're in and you're told you have to go see Professor Rook, who's some old dude who just like he was once really famous and now he just he's moved to your village and he's he's fallen out of favour. So you go in and he says, hey, you. It's always been my dream to catalogue all the Pokemon, but guess what? Child labour is free. So here's a machine. You're going to go find all the Pokemon for me. And then... Also, I don't remember the name of my grandson, but he hates you and you hate him. So go and hate each other, but also capture all 150 Pokemon. But don't worry, because you can't find them all in one version of the game. You have to, outside of the game, have friends which was the first strike for me, have friends who also have the game, second strike for me, that is the other colour 
third strike for me, and are willing to associate with you in, in a semi-public space, fourth strike for me, um, and swap over characters and, 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 and all of the Pokemons. And then once you catch them all, hooray! But that's, that's my problem, is that I don't, I don't have friends. And I never had friends who played Pokemon. You, uh, you make Professor Oak sound like a, a hack. Some sort of lush, you know, Mori, Mori, go out and catch all the Pokemon, Mori. Let me put it this way, right? You never see Professor Oak and Rick from Rick and Morty in the same place at the same time. Coincidence. He has a point. That's a crossover waiting to happen. Also, it should be noted that both your character's mother and Professor Oak both really want you to go on this uh, quest so that you are away from both of them for a long time. Knocking boots. I'm not saying that they are definitely doing something behind your back, but I'm just saying that Professor Oak may be your stepdad. Just saying. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't been told yet, obviously. Right, so, so my description of Pokemon. You are a hated little s*** who... Ooh, your mother can't stand the back of you. You <laughs> are told, go out there, capture your, something. Your parents small, hate you. That's how the Pokemon works. <laughs> make small animal, animals battle each other <laughs> so that your mother gets tons of hate mail from Peter. You have to catch 150 because normal RPG rules don't apply. You can't have a team of five. You've got to capture all the very little bat- <laughs> In which case, it takes you all over the place so you can make your own money, which there's not much money in battling Pokemon. So, in essence, <laughs> you control a very pixelated, sadistic little sh- who just likes to collect animals and make them battle each other. For fun! And it's all for kids as well. It's so, a, it was, it's a bit, uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit sarcastic, that description. Between, but. <laughs> between the RSPCA, social services, and um, what was the, the one you said? Uh, <laughs> Peter. 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 No, 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 I was thinking um, the... The law enforcement agency oh, that needs to be yeah. involved here. Uh, child labour, yeah, yeah. Child labour, that's it. So between child labour, uh, social services for child neglect, and um, RSPCA, basically Pokemon covers the full gamut of neglectful and abusive behaviour of other species and uh, children. Oh, I, f- I forgot to mention that once you get good enough uh, to being you know, sadistic and making small creatures battle each other, you're told, go beat Team Rocket. You know, oh, yeah, as, as a 10, 10 slash 11-year-old child, you're told to go beat them. Please stop tra- this criminal tra- organisation that is, yeah. like, running rampant in our region. Also, the- beat gym leaders as well. And, Sorry, go on. And all of this, all of this, from Shigeru Miyamoto's love of butterfly catching as a child. Yeah. That's, that is a really good point, right? So... I said earlier, I said that you never see a human hospital in the world of Pokemon. So it's like, how are humans even alive, let alone anything? Um, but also, you never see a police station, despite the fact... Although, is there a police station in one of them? Yeah. Yeah, there might be a police station in one of them. But the one police station for the entire world, basically Pokemon world, but there's quite a few policemen. Uh, Oxygen, you mean? Yeah, and then there's, there's like, there's no fire service. So, <laughs> how exactly is this society D- even dangerous well to live in? Yeah, and at least three of the Pokemon are fire Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Like, there, there are literally poke. I mean, we're we're covering very well trodden ground here, in that there are some very deeply disturbing Pokemon if you actually look into it. Yeah, but there but are no Gengar. Drift. There are several Pokemon that literally have the ability to separate the tectonic plates of the planet and cause volcanoes. 
Let's just <laughs> and <what>? yet. <laughs> Let's just call it what it is, all right? It's Mad Max in bright colours. Yeah, right? it may as well be a post-apocalyptic. <gasps> right? Yeah, when Mad Max meets butterfly catching. That's what this game is. We've just cracked this open. That's <laughs> it, boys. Let's go home. But We've on just a positive, wide on, open. On a positive note, Pokemon is is a very engaging RPG where you've got to learn and be able to do stuff on the fly, very much on the fly. And it's rage-inducing at times, which is also fun. Especially right. if you get hit and fly, then it's literally on the fly. This next section, we've got a few community comments we'd like to read out, considering we could only get the B for this one. So I'd, we've, we've got an hang, episode. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Before, before, I just want to address one. Considering we could only get the B for this one, that sounds like I was your last choice. <laughs> we contacted at least three other people. Wow, wow. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were the last, you're right, but still. <laughs> Good to know I'm You were the one that answered. That's I the important one that thing, said, yes. <laughs> yeah, so you shouldn't have answered. Right, so now with my panellists, fellow panellists, you don't get points. Sorry. Oh, you can have some. I don't know. They don't mean anything. I'm not nicking that from any other show. So Can I have ten points just for showing, showing up? You can have nine. Oh. oh. That, that, okay. Okay. It's heating up now. Oh yes, yes. Get that point. What does B get? What does B he, get? He he gets he gets um, a I don't know lingering a, sense of disappointment. I was going to say a lingering sense of the walls are crushing in on you, but whatever, whatever you fancy. Yeah, either works. Yeah, champion, champion. Right. So we have a couple of comments. We've got comments from people that we're going to interspace all the way through this. So B, if you could take it away with the first one, that'd be awesome. Yep, the first comment is from Mr. Ray of the $2 Creature Feature Podcast, and they had this to say. Pokemon to me meant friends. Not just with the Pokemon pals I had, but that it forced a shy kid to socialise and trade, so I could catch them all. Since, you know, the game is designed for that. Sweet. Yeah, so thanks Mr. Ray for giving us that to read out. Mm. Um, We've got another comment from a friend of the show, Sakura, who had a huge amount to say. Um, she actually started the thing off with, I want to be the very best, but we're going to cut that out, um, just because <laughs> I sound terrible singing. But, um, yeah. So Sakura said to be the best, like no one ever was because it's my destiny. Seriously though, Pokemon means to me, nostalgia and good memories, friendship, a connection, determination, and something that makes people come together. You don't realise the power and effect Pokemon has given to people universally until those first few notes of the original theme song play and you see a venue holding 1,000 plus attendees suddenly stop whatever they are doing and all sing the song in unison with such passion in their voices. Everyone in that room is rethinking their own adventure together with everyone in that moment. It's beautiful and makes you feel wholesome that you are part of such a wonderful worldwide phenomena. Yeah, so thank I've, you for that. I've I've seen multiple awesome. videos of uh, one one that I saw. Christ knows where it is now, but there was a there was an orchestra going on, and out of nowhere, they had the music video and they played like live the tune. The entire crowd started singing. It was just oh, <laughs> don't hit me in the feels, please. I know we said this uh, in mm-hmm. the Tomb Raider episode, but I think something that these long-running franchises definitely have in common between Tomb Raider and Pokemon are that they definitely 
again, were ones that transcended games. You know, they became mm-hmm. pop culture phenomenon. And, um, you know, not to dig too much into what we'll get into in the later parts of the podcast, but just in terms of how, like you say, that they brought people together because they had this massive reach that other games and other properties couldn't really, before then, couldn't really claim to have. Hmm. And ever since, you know, yeah, yeah, it was designed into the games for them to be about bringing people together and that. But the level of that whole connectivity and community that it ended up uh, fostering was, yeah, never seen before. Um, and I think, like, I was going to say never seen since, but that's that's not that's not necessarily true. But it was its own thing that other multiplayer games especially would then try and look up to and i think it uses that power mostly for good and it's um it's lovely to see how these days especially now you know 25 years into the franchise that you now have children of the people who grew up with it you know the, mm. the, it's it's a, it's literally old enough to have children you know it, it's it's this cool thing that gets passed down from generation to generation and it's still even in the day and age of the internet and everything that already has this stuff there it's it's um it's still connecting people in this way that I w- it's it's hard to like define specifically, but I think there's a weird there's a weird argument that can be made that you can say that Pokemon was kind of the precursor to the internet and social media in general in terms of how mm. it brought people together and encouraged people to connect with one another and made us a lot more globally aware of other people around the world and and that sort of connection and communication we have now worldwide that we just take for granted now hmm okay i'm I'm gonna ask for a favor b if you don't mind mm-hmm. just for me could you say cultural zeitgeist cultural zeitgeist there we go because you mentioned it in the tomb raider one i just wanted it in this episode <laughs> you like like it when i use the big word it's uh, the, the big word they do something to me what can it, i say is that going to be the waffling tailors meme just a picture of the bee going cultural zeitgeist cultural zeitgeist does <laughs> your zeitgeist word have four syllables or more I can go show you the way. Not only that, listener, but he can spell it too, because he's a writer. Oh wow! Now hang on, hang on. Let's not promise. <laughs> let's not promise too much here. I do have access to a spell checker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't swear. All right. Oh, okay. Don't swear. Spell properly. How dare you? Oh, praise the mighty <laughs> spell checker. Does my yes. work for me? Oh yes. Okay, so here we go. Next bit. Why the hell not? Yeah. What was the first Pokemon game? Considering that Jason is only playable, but we're gonna we're gonna do this. What was the first Pokemon game you played? So Jay, let's start with you. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Uh, it was Pokemon Blue, and I remember right because um, I. Oh gosh. Um, it, it sort of slipped me by when Pokemon very when it first came out. You know, when it was like brand new. Um, but it would have been Pokemon Blue. Um, around uh, 99, 2000 is when I would have played it, I think. Um, and I absolutely loved it. Just wandering around capturing all the Pokemon. That was brilliant. Um, mm. It was a bit weird, like you said, like you mentioned earlier on Squidge with the whole, um, you know, we need an excuse for the character to walk up to you and say something when they challenge you. Mm. You know, we, we'll come on to that later, I suppose. But. Mm. But yeah, it was it was kind of cool, and like you're saying, uh, B. You know, there's no 
there's there's no like lose condition. I mean, there is. All of your Pokemon get knocked out, but you as the player can't. And I think that's part of the genius of it. You as the player can't get harmed. It's just mm. the Pokemon that you have. You just get right? up and try again. Yeah. Even then, yeah, right? don't really, you know, Pokemon don't die. Which again, mm. I'm stepping on a bit of things in that. Yeah, that there's some Pokemon in the Pokedex entries, and you're like. The, the, it says about Pokemon dying. Like, hang on, but Pokemon don't die here; they faint. So, how, how are these Pokemon dying? <laughs> how You're not going to mention the manga. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like it's a bit <laughs> weird. But yeah, because mm. you know, obviously, it's a family-friendly game, and um, of course, you know, it, it's it's keeping within that uh, remit. Mm. Okay, so continuing this round, Robin B. What was the first one you played? So very similar to Jay, actually. My first one was uh, Pokemon Yellow, though. So. Heresy. Ooh. Pokemon Yellow, for those who don't know, was kind of a later release of the original Red and Blue, which itself was a English version release of Red and Green. That's uh, a whole a whole thing, but it was more based on the TV show um, anime. And when I say more based on, they didn't actually change much of the plot at all, but they did formally name um, the heroes Ash by default instead of just um, Blue or Red, which was which was the name in in the game, and also. You had a picture with you all times that was actually out of the ball. And there was me with Yellow and my twin brother who had Pokemon Red. And we all, uh, each, had a, we each had a Game Boy Color, um, to, to, to play these on. And yeah, like, uh, similar to Jamie, I had a really good time just kind of exploring, um, catching them all. And it, it was definitely this, again, it seems so familiar now, but back in 1997, 1998, it was this revolutionary, revolutionary, um, it was a revolutionary sort of game that we, we, the, the depth of it, of an RPG that hadn't really as a genre maybe landed as much in the West as it had in Japan and, and, mm. and what have you, uh, prior to, to Pokemon. Yeah, you had the, the Final Fantasies were coming over on the PlayStation, so it was a kind of all tied into that start of the RPG moment, but to have, such a uh, a vast game, especially on a pocket console on, on your Game Boy Color and your Game Boy, which you know notoriously the batteries wouldn't last that long. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, like saving, like it wasn't it wasn't unheard of, but it was very rare and, and the novelty was very new at the time. Mm. So it was like, cool to have this sort of very in depth, um, meaty thing to to get your teeth into. So before I continue, this moment of blow your mind is brought to you by Squidge. Imagine a Final Fantasy game where there's 150 playable characters. Yeah. I mean, it exists. Just like that. I mean, back in the day. Just like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, anyway. it's um, Final Fantasy Mobile Exodus, whatever it's called. Whatever the hell it's called. The, the, like... the, the phone one. Yeah, it's yeah. got tons. <laughs> so, I think whatever yeah, it's I called. Like every single one, but they cost if, if you only, money. If only Lulu was here, she'd kill me for not getting the name right. <laughs> anyway, so, my f- continuing the round, Robin, my first game was Pokemon Blue, the best of the original starters. The hell with anyone who says otherwise. Um, yeah, I, uh, I got it on my original Game Boy. I wasn't posh enough to get a colour one like B over there. Um, I ran through batteries left, right and centre until I was given a charge pack. And even then, I ran through that. So I was given two charge packs and I ran through them. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it was... I got into it because, friend of the show, Ike, got me into it. 
git. Um, and I've been hooked ever since. So I blame him, really. Um, but not really blame him. But I do. Because, you know, I just blame him. Okay, so. What would you guys say? Uh, yeah, I, I just have to say, right? Uh, having only, even having only properly played some one, some of the first generation games. I've dabbled in some of the others, but I've never really stuck around. Right? He's, he's, he's dipped his toe. I've, I've dipped my toe up to my ankle. Um, cause that's how long my toe is. Um, <laughs> not in water, you understand. But anyway, um, two, two extra points for anatomy. There's 11. Come on, B. That, cause up. that's, that's how, that's how anatomy works, right? That's um, number one. Yeah. <laughs> but what I'll say is, right. <laughs> even with what I've just said about, I've dabbled with some of the others, but not really stuck around. Even with that, and it may be being ironic. I'm not sure. They are, they're, they are hella engaging. And I think maybe because. There is no immediate lose condition. It's similar with like um, with uh, I feel like uh, Untitled Goose Game. There's no lose condition for that game, right? I mean, the lose condition is the thing you are trying to steal, the activity that you're trying to do, the shenanigans you're trying to do gets reset, and so you try again, right? And with Pokemon, your Pokemon all um all faint, and so you load your save game and you carry on, right? You as the like I said earlier on, you as the player receive no damage. Hmm. And I think that's that's. I, I feel like it bears repeating that there's no other game I can think of that you play through that you as the player don't get damaged. Yeah, I mean, very true. I mean, if someone's sat next to you trying to give you hints and you end up losing, they're going to get damaged eventually. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you aren't. So yeah, next I know part that's of this, I've still got, I've still got the uh, the bruise. <laughs> yeah, never keep a ladle within arm's reach of me. So Jay, continuing this, what was your first Pokemon? It has to be, and always will be, the correct answer. And I've had it confirmed, it was on Twitter, Bulbasaur. It's the correct answer, everybody knows. <laughs> that sound mm. you hear is the silence of uh, me well, I tell you what, I tell you what, right? Twitter folks, Facebook folks, reach out, tell me I'm wrong. I'll happily be we, wrong. Tell me why Bulbasaur isn't the right... That silence is right me sharpening the knives. When this podcast goes out, attach a poll, and we will let the listeners don't, decide. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll let either B or J do that, because I don't have a clue how to do that. <laughs> so yours was, yours was your hot take of Bulbasaur's the best. Bulbasaur. Okay, Bulbasaur. fair enough. I mean, should I, ask what your, should I ask what your first one is? or should I should ask anyone else. Bulbasaur's I, the right. Whoa, 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 hang on. <laughs> Should I ask what your first one was, B, or should I ask what your favourite one was, considering Yellow, you had Pikachu forced on you? Exactly. So <laughs> you could ask both, and I would still say Pikachu. So, so <laughs> it, was, it was in your team all the way through? Yes, yes, Pikachu was always in my team. Had I picked a starter from the original three, I will say that I would have gone Charmander, because that was, that is my usual starter pick on games that allow me to pick a starter. If the original three are in there, I always go for the fire type. Okay, so round robin, round to me. Uh, first time I played it, I don't have a clue what I was doing. I um, I had a nasty habit of brute forcing my way through every encounter. So I chose the hardest one, which was Charmander. That was my first one. And I brute forced my way through the entire game with him and all the Pokemon that could do the HMs, the major moves like Fly, Dig, all the rest of it. So I brute forced my entire way through the game with Charmander. Slash Charizard, and it wasn't easy, but I managed to do it. But um, that was my very first pick. I'm going to give you a separate hot take um, for what it's worth, 
when I p- play Pokemon Blue or the the remake Pokemon Red, a Fire Red, which is personally my favourite, I always go for Squirtle. Because I always build a team around the starter and the Squirtle one is a more fun for me. It's just the way it is and just how I do things. So, uh, okay, right. So next bit, next part on the tick list. Given that Jay might not go all the way through, he never said this. So in Jay's case, I'll edit it slightly. Would you have kept Bulbasaur in your team all the way through the game? It's 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 team Bulbasaur all the way. It's that <laughs> okay. simple. Right? Daft, daft all you, all you really, need, all you need is Bulbasaur, right? That's it. Don't all you need is love and a Kalashnikov. You know, no, just just Bulbasaur. That's all you need. Bulbasaur. <laughs> that's that's it. Okay. So, Pete, did you keep Pikachu all the way through? Yep, of course I did. I um. I kind of stuck to a similar pattern through a lot of the Pokemon games, especially mm-hmm. the later ones. Uh, but sorry, especially the early ones, in which I um, would have my favourite starter, and they would stay in the team for the entirety of the game. Like that's the, the, the whatever I started mm-hmm. with, I would take them through, level them up, and they would always end up that by the end of the game, like level hundred or whatever. Yeah, compared to whatever else I had. Vacation for you. But then, 100. yeah, exactly. And then, but then in later games, I. Um, kind of did a thing where I would get the starter up to their maximum evolution and then swap them out if there was like better Pokemon and stuff mm. but I would still have a tendency to like maintain those starter ones as much as I can but my teams tend to consist of rather than going for like a uh, what you would call like the best team stats wise I would always like kind of keep the rare, my team as like a set of rare ones, so like the hard to get ones. So quite often my team by the end of the game would consist of my starter, so in this case Pikachu or whatever, and then probably like, you know, Moltres and an Articuno mm. and um, like in later games a ho or a Mew or whatever, and the legendaries mm. and the harder to get ones. So my basically my team by the end of it was like, Always a rare Pokemon, if you know what I mean, rather than... So like, your, your team was more one. of a status symbol? Kind of. It was like, there was... I tried to have, like, one of each type, but yeah. each one of those types would be either the rarest or one of the rarest of that type mm. in that party. Yeah, yeah so... Way too much effort. You just need Bubbles. Oh, yeah. Bubbles up, <laughs> Vine Whip, and Leech. Done. That, Game completed. That, that hot take's coming back to bite us. Okay, um, as I previously said, for me, it was Charmander all the way, and I just essentially used Charmander. All the other ones that were very low level, they got chucked out while I revived and healed Charmander, then put him back into the fight. So that was my original. I was just, it was essentially Rocky Balboa as a dragon fighting everything. That was me, and because I didn't know any better, I was an idiot, until I finally completed it, and then Ike said, you know what? There are other ways of playing it, and he educated me. Again, git. So my question to you, mm-hmm. right? Just that I'm just throwing this one in there. We mm-hmm. haven't thought about this one. Just based on what you've just said. Okay. If Jarmander is the Rocky Balboa, which pop culture icons are Squirtle, the best, and uh, Pikachu? Um, Squirtle, just because it was in the Squirtle squad, I'd say he's more of like a prince. Character, that's formerly known as Prince. Well, like, oh, right, okay. Right. I thought you meant the Prince from Final Fantasy fourteen or fifteen. No, I'd, I'd say more that because he's, like he's that. very flashy and dancing. He's part of a squad and, and stuff. And, and goes, yeah. oh, a lot. So, so it seems though the B was uh, very fond of Pikachu. What do you think Pikachu was? I mean, Pikachu is like the face of the brand, isn't he? So it's a bit kind of, 
he's sort of the everyman, and I don't know if there is another... Pinkyo is his own thing, do you know what I mean? So it feels a bit weird trying to put him as anybody else. I've, I've got an idea if you haven't got one. Go on. So what so what we're getting from you, B, is you're saying Pikachu is Mickey Mouse. Fair enough. Um, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> so, it's, it's the face of the franchise. I mean, yeah, Pikachu is the electric mouse, so mm. yeah. I can't say why not. And Bulbasaur, let's see. I'm going to skip by this real quickly. Here's a plant pot. Right, so... <laughs> <laughs> the, so the rage in uh, Jim's Yes, it's, it is, uh, it's pouring out of him. If, if he could bottle it and throw it at me, he would. Right, I so... I vine whipping out of him. Yes. Yeah, so I will, I'm actually going to skip this next part with Jay because he said himself he didn't complete it. He just played it up to a certain point. Um, so it, it doesn't really apply to him this what you're saying no is i don't matter right That's no what i'm what i'm saying is you didn't play enough of this to answer this next question okay, okay. I so mean, yeah okay so b did you catch them all no um I've, I've never never caught them all i that's the thing i've kind of what's the word aimed for but not been too um ocd about it yeah sorry I'm, not ocd but you went too overly obsessed by it yeah i've never been particularly um like i can't put this down until i collect them all like i will inevitably get bored of the game before i have finished collecting them all mm. i'll try and collect as many as i can um but i get again with this sort of as i explained how my team's made up of it end up ends up made of the rarest ones um yeah i i don't make a point of trying to catch one of every one in terms of like a male and a female of each, and a shiny of each, and like, I just go through the game and try and get as many as I can, and then I'll probably go back at the end and hoover up some of the um, rarer ones. Yeah, I would say that catching them all is kind of more of my goal than literally being the best or whatever. Um, but after I've done the story, especially most of the modern ones, like I don't think I've really made a concerted effort to catch them all, mm. even since diamond probably before diamond I, yeah. I kind of stopped that i mean part of it is a bit of not having the time now as an adult to do it anyway but also just i think there's like a thing of, of growing up for me in terms of no i don't want to like say that wanting to cut them all is a childish thing at all um but just with my for my own the way i played them yeah it stopped being a thing that i necessarily mm. felt the need to aim for now and and now i just enjoy the story and then I tend to like float away from them naturally. I mean, it's it's not just that when you got to Ruby and Sapphire, it was impossible to catch them all. Yeah, exactly. So. Once you got once the 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 catalog went from 150 to 300. Oh, it was it was really difficult. It wasn't impossible. Yeah, it, it, just, it really just difficult. It just became too much of a chore and not something that I had the inclination to do anymore. Especially, like I say, as I was getting older and mm. other responsibilities came to the fore. Yeah, don't don't, if- don't be an adult. It's a trap. <laughs> if you if you allow me to jump in, and I'm mm-hmm. not going to do the oh I don't need to catch them all I've got bubbles or I won't do that mm-hmm. joke just yet, but I think <laughs> I think that's part of the genius, right? We said I said earlier on there is no lose condition, and in this game there are two win conditions, and you can do either or both, and you still win. There's multiple right? win conditions. I'd say there's multiple too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, the, the the main ones yeah. is to be the best or to catch them all. Mm. And to swap the or for an and. I mean, there's there's other pathways through it. But like, if you think of other games, say games that came out around the same time, Tomb Raider, right? We talked about it last time. Yep. You got to collect all the relics and beat the bad guy and you win. Exactly. It's right? a definitive there's story. There's only though. one, yeah, there's one way to win. And if you can't beat the bad guy, then you can't win. Whereas with this one, if you have trouble with beating all of the gyms, you can, you can pivot 
and go, you know what? I will. I'll just, I'll just find them all. Or mm-hmm. if you beat all the gyms and then you are like, I mean, how do I put it? It takes a specific kind of video gamer to want to actually physically grind away. Mm. And maybe physically is not the right word there, but to, to, to grind away at a video game in the hopes that you will unlock this rare thing, right? I'm not saying it's a good thing and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just different people like different things. And it's so an there's option. two, yeah. yeah, there's two paths. If you just want to beat everybody else and be the best, you could take that route. Or if you want to find all the things and you want to spend the time um, looking for all of the rare things and you have a group of friends who all have the different games um, and all of the cables required to uh, to connect them all and you want to trade, you can do it that way too. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's part of the genius, at least of the, 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 the first generation. I think we need to have a discussion later on about what how they're named. Mm-hmm. Not the Pokemon, the actual the games. But I think that that that's the geniusness, the geniusness, the genius of the design of the game mm. in that there are multiple ways to win. You don't have to be the single player going through it. You can do it multiplayer. You can do it um, without having to actually um, worry about how do I get them all? You can just go beat the bad guy, right? Mm. It's brilliant. And even then, they're not bad guys. All right, yeah, Team Rocket, huh? But there's no actual definitive bad guy. All you're doing is you're climbing the ranks and being better. There's no bad guy other than um other than team rocket right mm, very true and i will say you, you paint one hell of a picture yeah that's what i'm saying um so someone asked me if i caught them all please someone did you so, pass them all did i <laughs> um no chance no chance that the most i ever got on original pokemon blue was about 100 and then i just gave up um i think that's about I, where i got on the original as well, i beat like. the elite four all I needed to do. I proved I was the best. I didn't get all That's... ten gym badges like Gary did, but I got eight. It's good enough, I suppose. Just like I was saying, right? You don't have to. I'm. Find them all. I'm honestly not sure if I've beaten any of the games, and I beat by that. I just mean beat the Elite Four since Yellow and Gold. I feel, I feel like I've got two of the Elite Four on mm. Diamond and stuff, but. Yeah, I don't actually feel like I've finished the story of any since Diamond. I think I finished out. Did I finish X and Y? I want to say I finished the story of X and Y, but not beat the Elite Four. Because once you get, <laughs> just to explain, once you get to the later games, the Elite Four still is a challenge there, but it usually happens after the story concludes. Yeah. So it's like an additional thing to... to well, in, in X and Y and Ruby, you get a story after the Elite Four, don't you? Yeah, yeah. The, the finish like of the story. like an epilogue sort of thing, mm. isn't it? It's yeah. things to do after you've... Okay, I, I can. This next question I can pose to Jay if he wants, if he wants to answer this. Um, I don't know how far he got. Where's Jim for you? Uh, the one without Bulbasaur in it. It's all of them. <laughs> exactly. They're all terrible. They all should just have Bulbasaur in it. It, should be, it shouldn't be Pokemon got to catch them all. It should be Pokemon got to use Bulbasaur. I'll look. Pokemon. Got in- his brothers Exactly. You Didn- know it's true. He's gonna beat me and then beat you. Bulbasaur. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I always thought um Erica had a Bulbasaur, the poison type one. Uh, am I getting that wrong? 
Did Eric have a Bulbasaur? I do not remember. I, 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 when you ask that question, I'm having to look up the gyms now just to remind myself which gyms are in. Because <laughs> I remember Brock's and I remember Lieutenant Serge, and I think that's it. That's one and lit- three. That's literally three. all I remember. Like, mm. I do not remember the others at all, <laughs> off the top of my head. Anyway, like I'm not. Okay. Uh, I'm hoping looking up will jog my memory. But <laughs> uh, okay, fair enough. Do you need what a bit need. more time? Do we need fella? We, no, we need. Jay keeps singing. That's what we need. Hmm? Um, we need Ike on the phone. That's what we need. They don't. He's going to hit you with the, uh, what was it? What was the one? It, it was, um, uh, leech seed. He's going to hit you with the leech seed. Plus Bobazor. And he'll give you a whip and then he'll evolve into the next stage. <laughs> I honestly think. Buy like, some time. Gonna sing the song. Doo, 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 doo. I honestly think that there wasn't really a particularly bad game in yellow looking at them. So there, there wasn't one that you struggled with? More than anything. Not really. Like, I I don't know whether I just managed to, you know, do the way that the developers intended so well that I just got through it at a relatively good pace. But yeah, I'm just looking through them now and it's like, yeah, I, re- I remember the, the SSN, of course, was was lovely on the ship. Um, the cruise. Yeah, the, the cruise one. Uh, and then you've got the Saladin City one, which is like... Maybe because of the grass, because obviously grass type. Maybe because of the status ailments, I found that annoying because I'd keep having to make sure I have enough antidotes and stuff. Mm. Um, oh, there's the one with the invisible walls, which oh, I guess. Koga's gym. Yeah. The, I guess the was a poison. bit annoying. Mm. But, like, I don't know if I could say I hated it. Maybe the teleported one. Mm. Again, it's like things that. That's Sabrina's gym, that the teleport. Whether I found them fun, I don't know, but just I don't have particularly bad memories of them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's that weird thing. And then you've got the thing, and then you've got t- um, the mansion, and then you've got the Team Rocket. So yeah, I think I, if I had to say one, I'd maybe say the Invisible Walls one, and that's only because Burger's gym. Yeah. of all the poison stuff, having to remember to get antidotes, and then having to find your way back out the gym to yeah. pick up some antidotes, and then time back consuming. in. Yeah, exactly. It would be time-consuming. Mm. But aside mm. from that, I can't really say I specifically hated any of the gyms in, in yellow, okay. red and blue. Well, uh, for me, continue the round robin, for me, the worst gym was always Misty's because um, that was the, the tipping point. With with Bulbasaur, it was all easy. You could just whip through it because there's no there's, there's very little Misty can actually do to you to pose a challenge. If, you're, if, if you start with Charmander, it is the hardest part because you have to rely on others. Um, and when you go to, uh, when you go through with Squirtle, it's the same type, but then moves like Scald, which is a water type move that can give you fire, give fire damage, doesn't help at all. So Misty's always sort of like the, the, the point I always freak out about if I'm either playing blue or fire red, because it's once I get past that, it's smooth sailing. With whomever I have. Actually, when I play as Bulbasaur, I tend to, especially when I'm playing blue, I cap over level 20 and it won't listen to me anymore. So I have to create a, I'll make a point of saying, I'm not going to use Bulbasaur. I'm not going to over level. So that when I hit Misty's gym and I get 10 levels higher, it'll actually friggin' listen to me. Because it's, um, it's a real pain when that happens. Um, it really is. When things won't listen to me in, in Fire Red, it doesn't matter as as long as they don't faint too much and they're happy with you, they'll listen to you. So that's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Everything was going great until a wild mess appeared. 
we're here with Maz again. We're going to talk about uh, first of first off, Maz. Thanks for being on the show again. Um, but we're going to talk about Pokemon because Pokemon turned twenty five this year. The twenty twenty one, it turned twenty five. That is just. Can you just just imagine that? Right? Crazy, crazy. I yeah, know, right? Uh, yeah, like, literally. Yeah, you know, it feels like yesterday, isn't it? You know, kind of everyone mm-hmm. was just all over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yep, yep. I, I I do remember the very first time that I saw Pokemon. It was actually in a maths lesson. It wasn't uh, like on TV or anything. Um, my my maths teacher had a, a poster of the first hundred of the first generation of Pokemon, all hundred and fifty one of them, and she started doing like maths games with it, like a uh, like oh teaching us algebra. So like uh, you know if Bulbasaur is number one, then N plus two is uh, Bulbasaur. What's the second evolution of Bulbasaur? Whatever that was. You know what I mean? It's like teaching us... Ivysaur. Like, Ivysaur, I, yeah. That's it. Ivysaur. Thank you. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> the, 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 the jumping around on, on this, on this uh, continuum of Pokemon. And I've continued that to this day. I once gave a talk about how um, a piece of uh, technology worked and used Pokemon as an example as to hmm. how it worked. Showed all the different generations of Pokemon. Just a, It's a stupid idea, but there you go. But I'm interested, Mass. Right. What does Pokemon and the nostalgia for Pokemon mean to you? So Pokemon, I think, like, if you didn't actually live through the era of when Pokemon first launched, like you will, you will not understand for a second how big, like that that hit people, just children, mm. and just you know, like the wider kind of uh, zeitgeist of kind of it was TV, it was car games, it was it was games, it was it was everywhere, it was plushies, it was in every store, it was in McDonald's, in the Happy Meals, it mm. was it was it literally came from nowhere and seemed to just be the biggest thing in the world all at once. It was. Literally ridiculous, really. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just speaking for experience, but I had Pokemon Blue uh, pretty much as soon as it launched. Uh, uh, Bulbasaur Squad, always. Uh, yes, you know, like, yeah, you know, I'm, <laughs> listen, you know, I'm not saying, you know, that if you pick Squirtle or Charmander, that you're a bad person. I'm just not saying that you're not a bad person. Um, but, yeah, but, <laughs> but, um, yeah, but, um, yeah, so, I mean, uh, I had the game, obsessed with it. And then I think everyone in my school had the trading cards, but no one ever played the game. You know, I'm not sure whether that was yeah. just us. Like, no, it was me as well. Them. Yeah, yeah. Like people collected them, but no one ever played it. Like no, no one had a clue how to play it. But you know, it's like, yeah, you know, if you if you had like a you know like a shiny a shiny nine tails, you were you know you, you were the don in school. But then mm. like, if someone was like, oh, I'll play you for that, no idea what you mean, mate. Absolutely no chance. But yeah, so, <laughs> so there was that, and then obviously the, the the TV show as well, the anime, the original few seasons are beautiful i think it's just kind of so well written uh it's, it's just exactly you know, kind of how it should be for that age group it's just it's really heartfelt and i think that's why people connect with pokemon because it is there is it's like it's not controversial in any way other than obviously you know other than the obvious blood sport between animals <laughs> that's slightly controversial mm. but you know like, in terms of the actual backstory it's like it's really beautiful it's really nice um you know something some, some that kids can understand because kids like collecting things and again i'm, I'm just as bad now which is why i've got 600 games behind me on a shelf, still an idiot who collects things. <laughs> so yeah, but it, it just, I think it just hit at just the right time with just the right age group. And it just dominated. Like, I don't remember anything ever quite doing in quite the same way. I mean, we spoke earlier about Digimon just off camera, uh, kind of off, uh, off mic, but again, Digimon scratched the surface. I think Pokemon just knocked it out of the park. It was just, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, it was and is such a massive franchise based on, you know, if you really think about it, you know, the, the anime, you know, kind of certainly not what it was, you know, certainly no one really is that bothered. The trading card games still exist, but certainly not, you know, kind of not in the same way, but the games, you know, they come out and it sold something ridiculous. Like even the, um, uh, the kind of 
Pikachu and Eevee version, which was kind of the Pokemon Go half a game kind of rubbish little middle ground to get us over. That that's all something like seventeen million copies because mm. it's Pokemon. You know, if you if you put the word Pokemon on it, it will sell for but for good reason because it's it's always a good product. Um Every single game is massively replayable. Although I never, I never actually delete my save because I can't. So again, it, it, it's replayable. I just don't replay them. So you know, again, <laughs> I'm, kind of a, I'm a little bit of a hypocrite there. But yeah, I just think it's, um, it's just, it's just beautiful. Kind of looking back from my childhood, that's one of the main franchises I think of when I think of like my kind of growing up and yeah, Pokemon, huge deal. Playing the game all day, went to school, talked about play, play uh, t- talked about the cards all day, got home, watched the anime. Bang, bang, bang. Mm. Like, yeah, Pokemon had me gripped. And the amount of money that my mum must have paid over the years to, you know, to Game Freak, you know, you know, like those guys owe me, you know, a lot because, yeah, especially the, especially the trading cards. I've still got <laughs> boxes of them at my mum's house. I've still got actual massive boxes that are just full of trading cards. I mean, yeah, it's mainly energy cards, but it's, uh, yeah, you know, like the, the ones I've got an original Charizard first edition shiny, which is worth 300 pounds. And that is staying with me for wow. the rest of my life. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I love Pokemon. I, 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 the hype is real, and the hype is mm. kind of it's one of the few things where it actually is it's kind of worth the hype because it actually is as good as it says it is. And those mm. games were again kind of revolutionary for the day. And you look back and play them now, the originals, and you go, "That's pretty rubbish on quite a poor Game Boy screen." You're like, totally get people that hooked to play hundreds of hours of an RPG on that screen. That's that you've nailed that. You've absolutely nailed that. So, yeah, nothing but good things to say about Pokemon. Love it. Even now, you know, I'm, I'm a big kid at heart. I still watch the anime every now and then. It's all on Netflix now. <laughs> really like that. My missus thinks I'm crazy, but yeah, Mate, it is what it is. I, I remember 2007, right? Uh, I'm in my final year of university going around to my friend Simon's house. And he's like, we'll get some pizza. We'll watch a Pokemon movie. I'm like, okay, yeah, sounds like fun. And he yeah. put this DVD in, and I can't tell you which movie it was because we never got to the movie. Yeah. Like, there was a 45-minute movie before the movie. And I'm like, what the hell even is this? This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, only Pokemon could actually get away with the audacity of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like in their mind, you know, like they're giving you extra content, but actually, you know, you've gone there to watch something very specific and they know that their stuff is so good that they can give you anything before it. And if it, and you're still going to sit and watch it because you know it's going to be good. And also, if you didn't cry during the during the first movie in the cinema, like you haven't got a heart. I'm bald. I, I'm I, bald. I, I never actually saw it at the cinema, but it's definitely a lump in your throat. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, even. Human. Yeah. Even more if you saw the uh, the Mewtwo shorts, where it was, um, you know which one I'm on about, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mewtwo right shorts. Yeah. Yeah. If you saw them, and then you watch the movie afterwards, it's it hits you even harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just, I, no, I, I can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, I remember um, I got it on Game Boy. I got the Pokemon Blue, but I didn't have a clue. I, I didn't know anything about Pokemon, so I chose the little dragon. Charizard, That's and That's I bru- I brute forced my way through the entire game with one Pokemon. Really? Yeah, brute forced my way through, and I I got to the Elite Four, beat them, did the whole game, and I had Charizard, and I think I had like a level three Rata that I never bothered leveling up. I mean, I'm, I'm, impressive. I'm, I must that's have impressive. had other ones for the HMs, but pure battle was just Charizard. That was it, and. I think my mum was more annoyed that I was chewing through batteries left, right, and centre. And then oh, yeah. she said, I'll, I'll get you a charging pack. And I, I was cycling through about six of them because it was just constant. 
I wouldn't do it any other way. And then everyone knows the the struggle of if you're in like a car, you know, especially at night and you, you don't get the light yeah, and, yeah. and the street light. So you got to wait. And then I got a little light and then I, I won't go to sleep at night. And then, uh, you know, but I chose the, the ultimate, the hardest path to begin with. And I eventually went with Squirtle. I've never actually played it with Bulbasaur because you I think not lived in I know, but, but the thing is for me, the, 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 the beginning part of the game's too easy with him. Yeah. Yeah, and I I like a bit of a challenge. But me me and my friend Ike, he um he's like a walking Pokemon encyclopedia. If I can't be asked at all to go online to look for something and go, Oh, what level does this land at that? And he goes, What game are you playing? They tell me, he goes, mm, you're a few off, you should be all right. Yeah. <laughs> What's the best team? Well, I recommend this. I just if I really can't be asked, I'll just, just give me info because I'm I'm being lazy. Yeah. You know. But it's um, we have a thing where whenever a new Pokemon game comes out, we have the the opposite one. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. so we flip so we can get all the Pokemon. And when Sword and Shield came out, it was his turn, and he just said Swords. Mm-hmm. I said why? He said I like Swords. Okay, that's that's good enough, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah, it's I I still play it now. My my favorite is Fire Red because it's it's the first generation, but with a lot of things fixed. Yeah. Um. I do like playing that, and I, I do things like I skip Lieutenant Sage's gym. Um, I go further than that, go back with Charizard, teach him dig, decimate it. You yeah. know, I I just flip forward a couple of gyms and go back just because I can, because I feel like it. <laughs> See, that, that, that's where I think. Uh, so you know, the latest one, Sword and Shield. Hmm. I think because because you can kind of just go ahead, and uh, I think you can almost level up too fast in that game. Because I, by the time I actually bothered to do a gym, I was like level thirty something. Yeah, and it's like it was just like one bomb, one bomb. It's like, it's like almost embarrassing at that point. It's like I've kind of ruined it for myself because it, you know, you, that's the kind of open world nature of it, and you can explore. Mm. You know, if if I know that, you know, if I just go and go to them light tubes, which I'm not even sure what they're called anymore. You know, the kind of pink ones coming out the ground. Uh, just, uh, J- Dynamax. Yes, yeah, you know, but I mean, if you just do like fifty Dynamax battles. Like your Pokemon is, is level a billion, bazillion. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. So you, you I mean you are just going to one bomb every gym. Uh, so yeah, I think I went a little bit hard on that, and then I've kind of learnt my lesson. And I, I that that that's that, that's the one game when I actually did start again because I was too OP. Just like mm. just no challenge at any point. <laughs> so yeah, it's my own fault. I should go back on that. I haven't played the expansion yet. I should go back. Oh yeah, I haven't either. No, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. But my, my my friend Ike, what he tends to do is beforehand, he'll he'll work out, he'll look, and he'll go, "Well, here's my team. Here's where I can catch him." Dude, just just play. No, I'm I'm going to figure out my team. This is what I'm going to teach you. There's where I'm going to catch him. And dude, just just play the dynamic. No, I'm going to do this. Is is a little bit. Well, he's yeah, very structured when it comes to well stuff planned. like that. Hey. Oh yeah. Oh, that, that to me it just makes sense, right? If you were, if it was real. And you were going to do it. You wouldn't just walk around going, la, 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 I'll catch a Pokemon. You'd be like, right, I'll go here because that's where that one is. I'll go there because that's where that one is. That, you would do that, right? I mean, obviously, Squid, he's giving me a look, listener. Squidge is giving me the look like, no, I wouldn't. I'd just fly by the seat of my pants and I'd still beat you, Jay. That's let's, what let's, I would do. Let's face it. I'd have balls for days and I'll throw it at anything and see what's stuck. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, he's always on one, just balls for days. Yeah. Balls for days. yeah. <laughs> Excellent. I'd be interested to Quote find the out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be interested to find out, Mans, whether you've ever played any of the Nuzlocke challenges for Pokemon. Have you no, ever done any of the... A nightmare. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it's, it's things like, um, you know, uh, if a Pokemon... Do you want me to go through it real quick? 
But I was just going to say, the one that I always remember is if a Pokemon faints, it's effectively dead. You have to wow. release it. Wow. <laughs> See, again, a friend of mine, Ike, what he tends to do is he does that, but he also does the first Pokemon you encounter on a, on a route you've got to catch. And if you don't catch, it's not in your team. Um, he also does things where like he can't heal. So he doesn't use Pokemon centers. Um, he also, because I let I let slip something that he didn't do, but then he started doing, he went back on a game and he would catch everything in a Pokeball or nothing. I mean, that's like a Bush took a trial. Like, you know, like, why is he putting himself through that? Bush why took is he a putting tra- himself through that? There's, there's one called a Professor Oak challenge. Do you want to hear this? Go on. Right? It's you've got to evolve a Pokemon to its highest evolved level. Everyone will catchable before a gym. And on top of that, he said, oh, I'm, I'm doing a challenge, right? Okay. And what's that? Oh, first route, got to get to level 100. Why? And he just I mean, goes, why not? This is like, I mean, have you guys seen the South Park World of Warcraft episode? I mean, you you yeah. must have done. Yeah. Like, I mean, that, yeah. In order to do that, they must be doing basically the same tactics of just beating pidges and getting one yeah. experience a billion yeah. times. Mm. I mean... I haven't got the patience. I couldn't do it. He's <laughs> it, basically is on autopilot with his Game Boy, which is charge pack plugged in because he's not a moron. And he's watching something. So it's just occasionally look across, batter, look across, batter. Yeah. And he managed to do it, but it took him like 60 odd hours. <laughs> he got a Bulbasaur fully evolved at a level 100. And I just said to him, why? And he said, I was bored. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Do you know what? I I agree with him. It does sound like he was bored. I'll give you that. But, um, I mean, honestly, like you know, re- respect for it. But um, my God, yeah, I, I, yeah, I could never do it. Could never do it. I just, I'll, yeah. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! So, uh, real quick, Maz, remind us how we can get in touch with you if, uh, if folks want to listen. Yeah. and see what you're doing yeah so the main place is really our twitter and youtube so uh, both are the same so twitter.com forward slash maz gaming uk that's m-a-z gaming uk all one word same with youtube uh, and twitter yeah uh, basically that and uh, depending on when this goes i will be doing streaming on twitch uh, later in the year so yeah again it's exactly the same maz gaming uk on twitch uh, give us a follow Awesome. Sweet, yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for sharing your uh, your nostalgia based thoughts on Pokemon, Maz. I really appreciate it. Mm. it. It's always a pleasure to have you on, Maz. The wild Maz ran away. Okay, so the next bit, I've got a list of things that friend of the show, Ike, who is very silent in his in his uh, presentation, he does a lot of stuff with Pokemon to extend its life because he is a walking encyclopedia. And he won't mind me saying that because that's the kind of thing he does. If I need any information about Pokemon, I go to him first and foremost because he's just so knowledgeable. He has informed he me. His stuff. Hmm? He has informed, he's informed me of a number of challenges. That he does. Now, before I tell you the challenges, which ones he's done and which ones he's going to do, I'm going to explain some of them, if no one's ever heard of these. So, I'm partic- already scared. Yeah. So, partic- and, and I haven't shared any of this with, with my uh, co-hosts, so it's going to be honest reactions from them. So, if, he do- if Ike does a particular challenge where it's a specific Pokemon only, he uses a ROM because he's got all the cartridges. He uses a ROM and he uses a Pokemon randomizer program 
to edit one of the starters to be the particular Pokemon in choice. That's one thing he does. And another thing I need to explain is Professor Oak challenge rules. Okay? Okay. Now, how it works is you must obtain all possible Pokemon before each gym, right? Um, Before challenging the Elite Four, um, up to a specific point. All the Pokemon uh, must be obtained in a single game, so you don't need to do... You don't need to transfer from other games. This is how he does it, right? Uh, where was the other bit? Give me a second. He has a specific one from each. Right. So another thing he does. Uh, so that's one thing. And he takes it a step further because it's Ike. Um, he didn't do it in the earlier ones. Hope I'm getting this right. He'll yell at me if I don't. But what he does is, as a part of a Professor Oak challenge, he gets all of the Pokemon that he catches and gets them to a level hundred. Before it goes to the next gym. Because that's how he rolls. Okay? And he also, whenever he does it, he catches every Pokemon in normal Pokeballs. And any Shinies, he throws Premier Balls at them. Obviously for later games, if you buy 10 normal Pokeballs, you get a Premier Ball, which is no different. It's just white in colour instead of white and red. So I will tell you some of the challenges he has completed already. So in Pokemon Blue, he has done the Professor Oak challenge. Because he's a nutter. Um, in Pokemon Red, he's done a far-fetched only run. Nice. Yes. And in Pokemon Ruby, he has got a Pokemon to level 100 before the first gym. Wow. You just wait until I tell you the stuff that he's actually doing now. So, but I got a, well, a question, right? Mm-hmm. I thought the idea of the gym badges, because that's a design feature of the game, you have to get a certain badge. Before, like, they, your, your Pokemon will get to a certain level, and then they'll stop listening to you, right? Mm-hmm. So how does he get it to level 100 before he's got any badges? XP, sir? Nope. Not first thing. You don't get XP, sir, until later on in the game, in every game, do you? True, but, like, so, like I assume he can get it high enough that they still listen to him. Not in the original. It was, um... Badge specific where they'd listen to you, they, they would not listen to you and then do their own thing or hurt themselves or they'd do the move after showing that they wasn't listening to you. So that's just one of the things so that you still doing. get XP for it, right. even yeah. though they don't listen to you, right? Yeah. The ongoing ones, now you're going to get a bit more of a reaction from being this one. In Pokemon Fire Red, he's doing bug type only, which is difficult as hell because bug types are, especially in the Pokemon Blue and Pokemon Fire Red, the remake. Yeah, I'm going to say it is very difficult to do. Fire types. They're they're the ones that start as like Metapod and and that. that kind of thing. You can't do anything with them for the first 10 levels. And isn't like one of the first gyms a fire gym as well? The the first gym in Fire Red and Leaf Green is a rock type gym. It's Brock in it. Yeah, yeah, but isn't there a fire type gym later on? Yeah, Blin. Yeah. Blin gym is fire type. If you're grass type or not. That's one of the ones he's doing. Another one that he's doing on uh, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, he had to get to the end of the game to do this, to get enough of them. He is catching all the Pokemon in Master Balls. Now how that works is the the cave where you, you get Mewtwo, the random pickups, you can pick up Master Balls in a certain area. So he's grinding for them. Then he's going out and recapturing everything in Master Balls, just because nice. he can. Like I said, he's a nutter. Right? This is the biggest one that he's doing at the moment. Okay. Pokemon Omega Ruby, which is the um, 3DS remake, is doing a Professor Oak challenge, which is every single Pokemon to level 100 the minute he catches it. 
is also creating a living dex, which is in the Pokemon storage PC, he has to have one of each evolution type as a living dex, right? Uh, what else is he doing? Um, he's also, including in that, he's doing every Pokemon has to be caught in standard Pokeballs and shinies in Premier Balls. Yeah, it's going to take him ages. Wow. Yeah, I mean, if he's enjoying it. He's, yeah. he's getting a kick out of it. It just means that before he hits the first gym, he's probably going to put in 250 hours worth. That is grindy. <laughs> does he he, do lo- like, he um, loves Pokemon. Does he do the slot challenge and the slot and all that? We, we've tried to do it before between us, but it's especially with randomized, but I always get shafted yeah. with not being able to get any further um, completely. Does anyone want to explain what Nuzlocke is to, to the audience? It depends. What level of Nuzlocke do you want to explain? Just the basic level. I mean, I, I don't want to explain because I don't fully okay, so, so <laughs> Nuzlocke, either, so Just the, a general level. The, the, the two more popular rules in Nuzlocke are um, if a Pokemon faints, you, you create a storage box in your Pokemon PC called Graveyard. You stick it in there and you can't use it again. So it's like a one-shot. Yeah, every Pokemon um, gets one life. The the other sort of Nuzlocke rules you can do is the first Pokemon you encounter on a new route, you have to catch, and if you don't, you don't catch anything else. So you've got one chance. Um, for the more challenging of us, one of the one Nuzlocke rule you can do is you can't use Pokemon centers at all. Ooh, harsh. Yeah. And what Ike does, he's told me, it's, it's kind of fun. He, I don't think he's ever managed it, but what he's done is if he catches a shiny as in the first on the route, which the the odds, especially in the older games, are astronomically high, you can trade a shiny to bring one of the other Pokemon back from the graveyard. And I don't think he's ever done that, but that's one rule that he does. Nice. So yeah, that's Nuzlocke challenges. He's... Or some of the challenges he's done. I've never done them challenges. I really don't have the patience for them. Um, but he loves Pokemon. He's, he's, he's a nut for it. So that's just some of the things he does. Uh, so... You all have mentioned shiny a few times. Mm-hmm. I know where they are because I caught one. Like one. That's the only ever one I've ever Back caught. in the day. But what are they? Uh, shiny Pokemon is um, you have a statistical chance of a Pokemon in the wild showing up and it's got a different shine to it, different color. The animation when you start it, you get like um, it's it started in Pokemon Gold, Silver and Crystal, I believe, and you'd have like a different animation to it. There'd, there'd be like a little bit of a like 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 a twinkle to it. Mm-hmm. You know? And um they would show up there's the the odds on it uh like thousands to one. I think it's like nine thousand odd to one. I I don't know the specific numbers, but it's really high. I've only ever encountered three of them all of my time playing them. The later games, if you caught the entire decks, you would get a shiny bell, which brought the numbers down by a lot. And a lot of people do that. They, they catch everything and then they go around the same area, encounter them, and then eventually they'll get one and they'll capture it. That's what shinies tend to be. And they've been around since Pokemon Gold. Um, they're introduced. And I've caught, I think, four. I've never gone hunting for them especially. I know ICAS, but I've caught like four. That's it. And if you ever wanted to know what the actual uh, the sprites look like, you can find them online. There are resources all over the place that will show you what colour. There's an app that I wrote that I can link to called um, Pokeblazer, where you type in the number of the Pokemon, and it, uh, it shows you all of the uh, all the sprites and the shinies and the non-shinies mm. and stuff like that. 
Have you ever caught any shinies, B? I can't say I have that I can think of. At least, like, it's funny that because uh, I was looking at the the rundown earlier on and and seeing the you note know, about the shinies, and I honestly can't remember my first one at all. I don't really remember if I've got one. I think I've got at least one. I did get one shiny Mew all the way back on the GBA, but that was specifically um, using a Game Shark code at the mm. time um, to specifically like generate a shiny Mew. That was blue. I think it was the GBA ones. It was one of the earlier ones, anyway. Mm. Um, it might have even been um, same gold. color. Ditto is yeah, but it, it made Ditto is blue. It made Mew blue. Yeah, and like mm. that was the only one I ever got, and it did actually come with me for a few generations um, since that that one. Yeah. But yeah, it was never a legit one. So um, I, I mean, I've probably caught a shiny since then, like legit, but. Honestly, I couldn't tell you now. I don't remember. I don't. I don't even think I've managed to transfer a lot of my Pokemon over that I used to have, like going through the years mm. lately. I, d- um, I don't think I've... it's. I don't think it's classed as a shiny, but I know in Pokemon Gold you have a chance to catch a Red Gyarados. Mm, I do have a Red Gyarados. That's a special one. I'm not quite sure if it's classed as shiny though. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm. I do have that Red Gyarados. So I think there's something else that you 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 hinted at there, B, uh, B. Um, and that is that if you want to. If you have, okay, I guess, multiple consoles and the, the cables and stuff, you can transfer your Pokemon from one game to another, right? Or like all of them, right? Which gives you a sort of a leg up, I guess, of starting the game. Hey, I finished Pokemon Blue with 130 of them. I'm going to go start Pokemon Red. Well, it's not possible to do that, but you know what I mean? This is Pokemon whatever. And transfer them over. Hey, I've already got 130 of them. I mean, they won't listen to me. Because yeah. I'm level one, however. Well, the thing is, yeah, t- so just to clarify that, technically, um, it's impossible to go from original red. Um, there's no like path that goes all the way, sadly, from original red to the new one. There's always like a roadblock because of the technology at the time. Um, you can go from fire red yeah. uh, and leaf green, but you can't mm. go from original red. However, that aside, um, the thing is, uh, nearly every single one of the games that does allow transferring from previous generations doesn't actually let you access the ones from previous generations until after the story or late on in the yeah. story before it will let you bring in the older ones precisely to stop that sort of overpowering your team with super-powered Pokemon too early. If, if it's not the game completion, it's usually about four or five gyms in. Yeah. You sure. get access to it, and it's usually some sort of mini-game or... You know, in, in in later ones, it's um, like in the 3DS they introduced the Pokemon Bank, and then for the Switch they did something else. I still haven't looked into it. I should. Same, yeah. Like, um, I think I want to say minor on um, X and Y, and then I don't know if I've brought them into the Switch or if they are. They're in the ether in the Pokemon Bank app. I think it's called. Mm. So they might be in the ether there, but I haven't figured out the Switch for ages. So for all mm. I know, they've deleted <laughs> uh, I did transfer some into Pokemon Go and vice versa because you can do that as well that's, that's how you get the small ratchet thing I think yeah which I got me one he was nice enough to do that because I don't play Pokemon Go yeah not not on the phone I just yeah anyway moving on top three Pokemon games again Jay this might be a problem Pokemon um, Blue Pokemon Blue Pokemon Blue next question okay fair enough um, <laughs> he had three of them yeah yeah, and they're all my copies. Um, so, B, top three Pokemon games. I mean, it's weird because like, I'm going to be cheating a bit again because 
I'm not actually going to put a Pokemon game in as one of my three picks, but I'll get to that as my, as my top Can't pick. Can't Tomb Raider again. No, no, no. <laughs> not that bad. Um, I think, like, of the Pokemon games, Gold is probably number three. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Gold. Um, because even though I've got Pokemon Yellow, as I've said multiple times already, as that's been well established, I will say that... Uh, so we've got Pokemon Yellow. I completed it as far as got into the Elite Four, what have you. Finish the story. And then maybe a month, not even that, after I'd finished it, my house got broken into, my Game Boy colour got stolen, along with my Pokemon Yellow. My Twin Brothers Pokemon colour and red did not get stolen, and that's how we learned the hard lesson about how Pokemon only has one save file per person <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, that's uh, I wasn't able to go on my brother's uh, uh, Pokemon Red because, you know, I didn't want to wipe his saves. Anyway, mm. um, and so, yeah, that like I, I kind of didn't get to spend as much time as I would like to with Yellow, I guess. Like, I didn't get a chance to really get into it. But Gold was the first one that I got later on. Um, and then that one I really was probably the one I got into the most in a big win. The one I probably got most closest to completion, especially in both Pokedex and, mm. um, and, and, and everything else. So that one probably holds a bit of a special place in my heart. Yellow is, is probably number two, again, for the reasons I've already said. And, um, because, you know, again, that was the first one and I was always a fan of Pikachu and, and the TV series. Uh, number one, like I say, I'm going to go left field though, because I think actually my favorite game, and I don't know if this is just recency bias, but um, I'm actually really liked uh, new Pokemon Snap, which I know is not actually a Pokemon game. For those who don't know, Pokemon Snap is a spin-off series where you take pictures of the Pokemon rather than capture them as such. The original was on the N64 in about 1999, um, a couple of years after Pokemon Red and Blue just con- uh, contained the Pokemon from pretty much Red and Blue and a couple from Gold, I think. I might have even had it's those. It's just Red and Blue. And just was Red only, and Blue. There was only 50-odd in there because yeah. the limitations of the cartridge, unfortunately. And then New Pokemon Snap came out early this year, 2021, and doesn't ha- it still doesn't have every Pokemon in it, but it has Pokemon from every generation mm. in those 25 years of Pokemon games. Um, that, and it's, it's such a cool game because there's so much like, depth and later. You think it's just taking pictures of Pokemon, but the whole mechanics of it are quite serene in terms of it's just a picture-taking game. There's not much in the way of... So there's no threat as such, and it's like a really sedate experience. But also, there's all these layers to it, because certain pictures you can only take of certain Pokemon when they are in certain positions, and you can encourage them to get into certain positions by most of the way. Sometimes it's doing a map at a certain time, or levelling up a map until it's got to a certain point. There's interactions that you can do where you've got one Pokemon has to do something with another Pokemon, and then you encourage them to go somewhere else, and that makes a third Pokemon come out. And there's all these little interconnected layers, and it's such a good mechanic, a simple mechanic, but a good mechanic in terms of, to make this puzzle game that uses the world of Pokemon in an entirely different way, but like in such a accessible yet deep way that makes that game so much, uh, has so many layers to it. and, and Very engaging. Exactly. It's a very engaging, very, mm. very um, Moorish game as well, because you can just p- pick it up for five minutes, do something else, come back to it, five minutes. You know, it's, it's a definitely a uh, an easy game, especially in my adult life, when like you just don't have time to just absolutely lock into a game for hours on end anymore. If, 
if Pokemon guess- Stap was a foodstuff, it'd be a pistachio because it's very Moorish. <laughs> it's um, it's crack cocaine of Pokemon, which is definitely not a phrase. It's definitely not a phrase they'd use. Yes, they wouldn't. They would, the Pokemon company would frown upon comparing it to crack cocaine. If, <laughs> if we get taken down because of UB, I'm I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't avoid the drug traffic, let's say it's like chocolate. It's a very Moorish treat. Uh, <laughs> I'm not in any way condoning drugs either. I keep saying that. I mean, it's not like I've tried to find know what they say. It's like, oh, yes, they're very Moorish. It's just a pizza reference. Don't worry, everyone. Uh, but yes, it's like a chocolate snack. Delicious. Pokemon Snap is like a delicious chocolate snack um, that you don't mind having a bit of every now and again. And yet it's still quite substantial in terms of what it offers. And it's. Again, I'm cheating immensely because it's not really like a Pokemon game at all, like the, the, the main series. It's not an RPG at all. It's a lot of thing of points and, and the scoring high scores. And it's a bit of this sort of, um, I want to say arcade experience more than anything, mm. but I just find it a lot of fun. And right now, it's probably the game I, I, I definitely enjoyed. New Pokemon Snap a lot more than I've enjoyed Pokemon Sword and Shield. That's not to say Pokemon Sword and Shield are bad games by any means, but Pokemon Sword I've kind of got to about three. I don't, I don't even know if I've got three quarters in. I don't even think I've got like a, th- a third of the way in. Maybe maybe halfway in, and I've just kind of drifted away from it, and I've not felt compelled to go back to it at all. Mm. I don't know if that's about me changing as a person, just how my tastes might have changed. Or it's the game itself just doesn't hold much for me, hold it for me anymore mm. in terms of, uh, like I said, in terms of growing older and just not having the attention to be able to lock into one game yeah. specifically for a long time, like mm. I was able to when I was a kid. But I enjoyed New Pokemon Snap a lot more now as a 33 year old um, than I did the Pokemon Sword and Shield. So Pokemon Snap would be my number one choice right now. New Pokemon Snap specifically. Again, Squidgy's top tip: don't, don't adult. It's an absolute trap. Just don't. Um, okay, so next to me, we've we've done B, we've done J, so it's down to me. So in order of favourites, I would have to say not specifically one, but my third genre is of not genre. My third type um, of favourite is the uh, mystery dungeon because I, I, it's just having a team and. You know, going through weird quests and Pokemon showing their colours as actual Pokemon and characters, not just things controlled by trainers. I like a bit of Mystery Dungeon. I'm quite glad um, we've now established that uh, spin-off games are entirely legit fair here. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, they are. Yeah, fair of game. course. Um, but yeah, I, I like a bit of Mystery Dungeon. Um, they're just quirky little titles. Uh, I can't say specifically which one. I just like all of them. I like to dabble in them occasionally in the the, the, oh, fair the game. mystery dungeons. Yeah, they're, 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 they're a nice bit of fun. Yeah, especially the questions you get at the beginning. You know, my favorite question I ever got on that was um, a hand reaches out from the toilet. What do you do? Scream in terror, tell it to go away, or shake it. Shake so, it, obviously. So naturally, shake shake the hand. Yeah, yeah. Then wash your hands. Obviously. I'm just trying to yeah. think what Pokemon they eat. Of those questions goes to that. No idea. Mm-hmm. There, there are guides online for whatever start you want, and I always tend to get Cubone. I don't know why, but whatever. Because Cubone's um, awesome. Certainly is. So yeah, that's that's my um, my third. My second favorite one would have to be um, the original Pokemon Blue. Uh, not my favorite, but it's my second favorite. It's what I started on glitches and all. 
um, problems with it because it wasn't perfect. There was there was a certain amount of problems I got through, but yeah, it's um, it's definitely my second favorite. It'll always have a special place. It's 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 the game that I played immensely on an original Game Boy back in the day. It ate so many batteries, it took up so much charge, and it was all in black and white. I loved it. Um, See, you wouldn't have had any of those problems if you chose Bulbasaur. <laughs> um, I would say my favourite Pokemon game would have to be Fire Red because it's a remake of my second favourite Pokemon game and I just I, I still play it on a regular now I, I just love it I really do um, it's, it's just it's fixed a lot of the problems that the first one had it's added some extra stuff in you know, there's extra stuff to do, so I just, I just like it. Pokemon Red, um, always have uh, Fire Red, always have done. Not Pokemon Red. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the wrong choice. Pokemon Red, but, but you know, Pokemon so Fire Red's always good. Here's what I don't get: mm-hmm. he's saying Fire Red is a remake of Blue. Would it have not been the the Sapphire Blue is a Remake of Blue, or it's, did they like mix it all up? It's it's, it's very mixed up. So you got like f- fire red and leaf green. Yeah, are the remakes of the original one. They didn't the go Japanese for a blue color. Red yeah, and green. Yeah. So fire red isn't specifically a remake of blue. It's just a remake of the original gen. Right. Um, I prefer fire red because some of the catch rates are better for the stuff I normally get. I don't have to hunt for them as much. Um, and the version exclusives I think on fire red are a bit better. And then leaf, how I play leaf green was the enhanced versions of fire red. Yes, leaf leaf green had a picture of Bulbasaur on the front. Well, yeah. an evolution exactly. of uh, one of the evolved forms of Bulbasaur, so that'll keep Jay happy. All of the favourites, did we complete them? Yeah. Or A version of complete. i tell you which version I completed. So, B, what about you? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, um, I've, yeah, you know what? Even my favourites. As I, as I said before, with yellow and, 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 uh, mm. and gold, I think gold would probably be the one I got closest to completion. I definitely didn't 100% it. I want to say that I got all the gold possible Pokemon, but don't hold me to that uh, on page. Just of a version of complete. It doesn't have to be. 100%, yeah, I know, think one of the completion. Bits. I, I, I think I was missing some silver exclusives that I had to get transferred over, but I think I had nearly all the gold Pokedex full. Did, did I you, might be mistaken, but I, I think I did. Did you continue on and get the second set of uh, gym badges and do the second elite? Because I didn't even realise that was a thing back in the day. I think I did, but I genuinely can't remember for certain. But I think I did. Gold was definitely the one that I got the most complete mm. in terms of the pure numbers, in terms of the things that tracks on the on your badge card. Mm. But I don't think I ever 100%ed any of the games at all. Like, mm. ever. As much as, as much as that's been what I've aimed for, I don't think I've ever actually achieved it. Mm. Okay, okay. That mem- fuzzy memory and being yeah. old aside, obviously. 
I'd say out of my top three, I've never completed a mystery dungeon game. I just like I, I've got a habit of restarting on them. I, I just love the story. I just keep restarting on them. Whichever one I can get my hands on, I just keep restarting. It's just one of the things I do. Um, Again, I think I mean it's tied into what Gail was saying, but I think that Pokemon does have. Uh, it's one of its benefits that it doesn't have like a singular completion state, mm. and it it's very it's to its credit that it, it is a series, even in its spin-off forms, in one of those games that you can consider finish and still have other stuff to do. Like mm. it, it, there's there's so much in it that it doesn't matter how incomplete you leave it. You're always you you're mostly always happy with how far you got. If you know what I mean, and mm. I, it's, yeah, you could say that also extra detriment because, like I said, with sword, like I don't feel any compulsion to go back to sword at the moment. <laughs> I feel like I'm done with sword, and I don't. Yeah, that's that's not to say you know I didn't like sword that much. Well, it's, I, there's different mechanics. Yeah, well, it's not just like I like I, said, I don't say it's a bad game, but I feel like I've I have my fill. You know what I mean in terms mm. of thing, but that's that's good in some respects in terms of you never feel like a compulsion. Uh, you never feel like you're mandatory to, or like mm. it's mandatory for you to finish uh, to finish the game, mm. but you always feel good about what you do do. Yeah, as much as you, you do get that done. sense of achievement. Yeah, yeah. I will say of the other two, so Pokemon Blue and Pokemon uh, Fire Red. Um, my version of completion is beat the Elite Four, um, and I did that. I got all the badges and beat the Elite Four on both games. So I did actually complete them two, just not Mystery Dungeon. I don't have any intention of completing Mystery Dungeon because I just have so much fun on it. I've, I can't I've, help myself. I've definitely finished the story of, I want to say, every mainline game up to um, X and Y. Mm. And including X and Y. But I, except for the GBA ones, because I missed a lot of the GBA ones, mm. I didn't do Emerald and I didn't do... What else was this? Emerald... Diamond Ruby Emerald, I didn't do those. So I'm looking forward to the remakes of those on Switch later this mm. year because I, I haven't played those ones. I haven't actually completed Sun and Moon. Mm. Um, oh, someone, so, I think I finished the main story of Sun and Moon, but I definitely didn't do the Elite Four. I, I didn't finish them. Um, all the other ones, and there's like Black and White and Black and White 2, but yeah. I didn't like the XP. I was going to say, I haven't played Black and White 2 either, actually. That's another one I haven't played. I I, and, um, I just didn't like how the XP worked. You couldn't grind to level up your team. It was meant to be sort of... You was meant to be just good enough to keep going on, and it was really hard to level up on that. I didn't, did not like the way it did that. Anyway, moving on. So, the next bit... Um, weird and... Well, weird and other strange things you can do in Pokemon. I've got a list of these things. wonder if you've actually heard or seen these before. So, Pokemon uh, snippets from trainers and reasons to battle. I've got one, two, three, four, five examples from different games, and I'll tell you what they are and reasons for. So, two of the more recent ones um, from Pokemon Sun, Sun and Moon, is um, one, <laughs> one of the reasons... You get a Pokemon battle. It's Pokemon's famous for these. Is a youngster or a young boy hits you with this line when he sees you because the Yo-Yo's get a reason for battle. And I quote: Poke- "Pokemon with cool knees are so neat." 
Why does he like knees? It's like like a feet thing, but like higher. Don't, don't, don't yuck on someone's yums. Very true. Very true. Another one is in in Pokemon um, Sun and Moon. You can fight very young people. They're just for some reason they've got bordering on toddlers. I don't know why. It's just yeah. one of these things. Very young children. One God, one right. one young girl says when you beat her, and I quote. I am too young for math. And she's got a massive grin on her face. And you know what? I just, I grinned and I went, okay, fair enough. But you that, that begs the question, that. that begs the question, how would she know how much money to give you if you beat her? You see, I'm there for that. I'm too young for math as well. Just, just sort of... I just, hate math. Just threw We're coins out, out of a pocket Yeah, That'll do, you know. We're Still all too young for math. We just need to all accept that. Okay, so... There is, you might get a kick out of this one, in Omega, Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire, so one of the new versions, in... Is is that a, a wrestling one? No, it's, um... Kenny Omega! No, okay. No, and that's going to get cut. Um, so, in Omega, <laughs> Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire, in a, in a town called Pacific Log Town, bit of a mouthful, there is an old man who tells you about Mirage Spots. Now, Mirage Spots are something that open up once you complete the main game, where once you're told about them, you can go to them and you fight legendaries. So that's how you start collecting legendaries, right? And he tells you about Mirage Spots. And this is what he says, and I quote, One does not simply walk into a Mirage Spot. (laughs) You have to fly into them. And yeah, that was one of the actual... He's, he's sending gifts. I've sort it. So that that was that was one of them, which I didn't know if you knew about, but it's quite funny. Um, one in gold and silver from York, uh, York, Jesus, from youngster Joey. He says, this. "How you doing?" No, it's like my ratter is in the top percentage of ratters. Then the battle begins. I have no idea. <laughs> my ratata brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like. Yeah. It's better. Maybe than he's your. just really proud of his ratata. Mm. You can't really. And then I'll end it with a classic one because I think we've all experienced this in Pokemon Blue and Red. There is a youngster who is famous for saying and launching memes all over the internet. Hi, I like shorts. They're comfy and easy to wear. Uh, Battle starts again. I'm there for that. I'm actually mm. wearing shorts right now. I wish I was mm. wearing shorts. <laughs> I'm wearing trousers and I'm deeply regretting it. <laughs> You see, you need to join the the shorts brigade that is being led uh, by that youngster. Okay, my my thighs are entirely too warm right now. All I have to say, right? If this it, this got weird quick, didn't yeah, it? but okay. a bit weird. Delete that. <laughs> no, right. So some of the things you might not have known about. Um, did you know that in Pokemon X and Y there was a ghost in a building? Have you heard about this with a sprite of Hex Maniac? Did you know about this, B? I vaguely had something about it, but there I don't a, remember the full thing. There is a ghost with a model of a hex maniac. When you go into a specific elevator into Lumino City, it glides by you and says, no, you're not the one, and then glides off screen. That's interesting. That, is that a creepypasta? Or that, that no, I've actually... Th- these ones that I'm going to tell you were confirmed because I did them. There are two spots in the game where this character shows up. One is in is after you go to an elevator in Luminosity. Another one is in a graveyard. And right. they say a creepy thing and then glide off again. I, I, I can't remember the graveyard one. I couldn't find it. Well, I could, but I didn't have time to write it down. So another one 
that uh, Ike sent me in Fire Red Onwards, you control with a Snorlax. Have you heard of this? Control. You control with a Snorlax. You control people. What? When? Yeah. So, right, so, so bear so with you're, me, right? You're trolling people with your Snorlax, is what yeah. you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Doing very little in battle and kicking major <laughs> um, by doing very little. So this is how you set it up. You have a Snorlax needed for this, right? And I, I tried this mm-hmm. out in Pokemon Red, uh, Fire You're Red. You're saying Snorlax, I'm hearing Bulbasaur, but okay. That's Snorlax, <laughs> right? Step one, you teach Snorlax Rest, Hyper Beam, Giga Impact, and Sleep Talk. What? Sorry. Vine Whip. What? What? You, Giga you teach, Impact? Yeah, Giga Impact, Sleep Talk, Jeez. Hyper Beam, and Rest, right? I heard that it gets Giga better. Impact, which is an right? entirely different thing. Oh, God. Right, step <laughs> two, as soon... I'm not going to. Step two, oh, no. as soon as the battle starts, get Snorlax to rest. That's your first move. So when things hit you, because you're in a resting state, your health will increase while you're in a resting state. The next time you get a move, you sleep talk. Now, sleep talk, what it does is it makes Snorlax use either Giga Impact, Giga Impact B, or Hyper Beam while sleeping, which means it can use it straight away. There's no wind up. Because Giga Impact and Hyper Beam so powerful, you need a move to wind it up, right? So it uses it without the wind up, right? Step four, you sleep talk again if it's still asleep, which means it uses these moves without the wind up. Step five, if your Snorlax wakes up, you use rest and then repeat step four. Step six, profit. Okay. So you can use two moves... Rest and sleep talk, and you'll beat damn near anyone. Huh, nice. Because Snorlax is a very, very tanky Pokemon. Right. It's good for any team, because it's got a lot of health points, and it's it's just an absolute tank. That's another thing you can do, and I've tried that, and it works. There is in Pokemon Blue, there's only two Pokemon that can do this, which is Venusaur and Executor. You can do... Uh, a very similar thing. It's a very trolly thing, very tanky thing to do. It's a toxic and leech seed um, oversight, if you've ever heard of this one. What you do, um, you have either Venusaur or Executor, and they both have to know toxic and leech seed. And what you do is you use leech seed the first round, and then you use toxic, right? Um, so toxic poisons them, leech seed, you get health back and it drains their health. Poison and leech seed use the same variable for the same multiplier. Okay, so since toxic makes this variable increase the same type of damage as leech seed, leech seed is still affected by this increase. So they get poisoned, they get leech seeded, uh, they, they have their health drained by an absolutely phenomenal amount the longer it goes on, and you get your health back all it's the time. Like, right, so that's like overpowered the yeah. thing, basically. And it only works in the original Pokemon Blue. Huh, mm. nice. Mm. See? Um, obviously, there's the, the, the good old, there's a secret PC in Solid and City that the sprite isn't there that you can use. Um, in Pokemon Blue, if you've got a good, if you've got the good rod or the old rod in, um, in gyms, you can fish in the statues. Right. So you can go fishing in the actual statues in the Pokemon gyms. Always a good one. It doesn't work with the Super Rod. Um, there's a trick for getting money on the Golden Nugget Bridge. 
But unfortunately, when you faint, you lose a set amount of money. So it depends if the if it outweighs it. So how you do that is you fight all the people on Nugget Bridge. Then you speak to the guy at the end. He gives you a nugget, which is worth 5,000, I think. Then what you do is you purposefully lose because he tries to recruit you into Team Rocket. You say no. He has a fight with you. You purposefully lose. You end up at the Pokemon Center. You go all the way to him again. You talk to him. He gives you another golden nugget. Until you beat him, he will continually give you golden nuggets. Again, <laughs> it depends on how much money you lose compared to how many golden nuggets you get and how much you can sell them for. So it's, you can just keep doing it, right? right? And in 2003... Um, no, we'll skip that one. I'll just say there are, there are multiple ways to catch Mew in the original Pokemon Blue and the remake of Pokemon Fire Red. You can actually catch them. There are ways of doing it. You trick the game. I'm not. It's too much to explain. There are video tutorials. Please go check them out. In Pokemon Leaf Green and Fire Red, you can skip Lieutenant Serge's gym. Hmm. Completely. Yeah. Move on to Erica and then go back, which is yeah. what I did originally. I had. I started off with Charmander. Um, I skipped his gym. Went on the SSN. Got to Erica's gym. Beat Erica's gym just with enough level so it 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 listened to me. Then I went back to Lieutenant Serge, used Dig, kicked the crap out of all of it, and won very easily because Lieutenant Serge is, is another gym that I struggle with. You can also do this with Sabrina and uh, Sabrina and Koga. You can right. switch it up so you can go for the harder gym first later on. It's just one of the things you can do. So that's that's just a couple of things I didn't know if you knew about. Um, I thought I might mention. Community questions. Jay's got a few of them. He's got the uh, the Twitter things going on. So give us some questions and we'll do a round robin and answer them. So what questions have we got? So we got some questions from unaffiliated Jay-Z. You'll remember him because he's the unaffiliated one. What a dude. <laughs> um, so he's got, we've got two, right? Um, and he says, question from a Pokemon Go player mm-hmm. called Meowthy One, which is unaffiliated Jay-Z's other half, mm-hmm. um, uh, or rather wife. And Meowthy One says, have you got any thoughts on Pokemon Go and Gacha culture? Um, what games would you like, uh, sorry, what games would you most like to see Gatched also best gens and your first shinies? I think we talked about first shinies anyway, mm. and I think we kind of covered best gens. But uh, yeah, so uh, for those who don't know, Gacha is similar to um, the uh, c- uh, capsule toy stuff. So, um, so I guess the question there is, what do you think of Pokemon Go and Gacha culture? And uh, are there any games in the series you'd like to see Gatched? Do you want to start this one, B? Or do um, you need thinking time? Because I can answer this. Yeah, if you, you go first. Then. Okay, so um, Pokemon Go, as in the mobile app, I'm not a big fan of. Um, yeah, you don't play mobile games, do you, Squidge? I don't. I don't see mobiles as gaming devices. I'm sorry. It's just one of my things. I also say that the mobile is a really bad uh, controller. Um, I've said that in the past. Um, if you're talking about Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu, then I have played that on the Switch. It's very fun. Um, it uses the capture style from that. And when you capture stuff in hordes, you get XP for the entire um, team that you've got. Um, me and Ike have discussed sort of what we'd like to see next in that style, if it would come, if it would come out. And it'd be Pokemon Gold and would even sort of figure out what would be the main Pokemon. And 
we we joked as in one of them would be Psyduck. Oh God. And the the other game, so it'll be Let's Go Psyduck and Let's Go Snubble or Marrel. I go for Snubble. I like the um the resting b face Pokemon, as I call what's, it. What's what's the blue one that's a teeny tiny cute crocodile? Um, Totodile. Totodile, the dancing crocodile. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he's doing a little dance. Um, so it'd be for me, it'd be let's go Psyduck and let's go Snubble. <laughs> I'd love to see that in Pokemon Gold, just because I love the the grouchy little pink dog. I think it's awesome. Um, anyone seen the Detective Peak uh, Detective Pikachu movie? What's yeah. on it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyone seen that will know the size, Gareth, and how scary um, Snubble is. Because again, rest in days. It's just I, I love Snubble. Um, so yeah, I would I would go for that if there was another Let's Go um, Pikachu game. I don't play the mobile app one; it drains your battery too fast. But mm-hmm. I would play it on the Switch, and I'd love to see Psyduck as a main character more than anything because I think it'd just be hilarious what you could do with it story wise. Um, so yeah, that's that's my uh, my hot take on that. So I do play Pokemon Go a little bit. Um, mm. I played it a fair amount when it. I say when it came out. When it first came out, it wouldn't really work at all because in my local area, because there weren't any poker stops around my local area for the mm. longest time. And then I got into it, I want to say about three, two or three years ago. And yeah, I found it quite fun in terms of, you know, it was a good idea in terms of where I was walking, there'd be stuff to catch and think, things to, to get and all that lot. Um, and then obviously uh, that whole 2020 thing hit and um, couldn't really play it for a year. So I've kind of drifted mm. away from it since then. And yeah, it's, they, they, they edited it though, didn't they? So you could yeah, play they did. Home. Yeah, they could yeah, let, they, they let you like get things remotely and stuff. Mm. But it's still not quite got the same sort of mm. um, pull. Even then, I don't, I don't think it was my favorite way of playing Pokemon. It's a decent distraction and it's a cool little thing and it's fun getting like, trying to get all as many Pokemon as you can. Um, do I think it's? I mean, I can't really speak to Gacha culture because I'm not too familiar. Um, I feel like there's a bit of, of of that sort of. Do I think of Gacha games like Gacha games um, where you kind of like have to? We don't have to what, like pay to to get certain characters and stuff. You know what I mean on a random lottery. Um, I'm not a huge fan of that. I get the idea of it, and I don't think it's too. Destructive because I know a lot of people like really um, like almost violently against it, and then ties into that whole microtransaction sort of argument. But um, yeah, it just it's never really interested me in terms of uh, in terms of um, yeah of, of pulling me in any one direction. Really, it's just it's a thing that's there that some people enjoy, and I, I'm not really one of them. I'm definitely not um, like well versed on them at all, but. Um, yeah, like I can see the people. I've tried. Um, I've tried the Harry Potter mobile game, and I bounced that off fairly quickly as well. Um, you didn't want to fight those Dementors too much. I mean, I just didn't find it very. I definitely didn't have the same pull as Pokemon. Um, it's not nothing. It, yeah, I didn't find it as interesting at all. I wanted to give Minecraft Earth a go, but um, before it even that got cancelled, before it even became mm. a thing over here, really in my local area, there was nowhere to to properly play it for, from mm. my point of view. Um, before yeah, before they close it down. So yeah, like I'm, I've only got a very surface level um, interaction with them. But yeah, I, just, I can't say I feel too strongly either way. But at the same time, yeah, I'm, I'm mm. a bit skeptical of them. Really, like I'm, I'm not entirely convinced by them. Mm-hmm. Have we? Did, did you say there was a second question? 
There is, there is. Um, and the second question is, uh, again, from unaffiliated Jay-Z. He's the one that's unaffiliated, that's the one. Yeah, Joe. Got it in. <laughs> so, mainline Pokemon games haven't really changed much over the years. Hmm. Any thoughts on how they can keep it fresh without you losing the magic cup? <laughs> <laughs> so, my honest uh, opinion here, as I said, Pokemon Sword didn't do a lot for me. You know, I, I didn't get too far into it and I kind of got distracted. Um, I'm looking forward to the Diamond remakes later this year, but I mm. don't think that's what the secret is. I think what's going to be really worth keeping an eye on is the Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yes. That's coming out next year. Now, mm. there are three things, um, at least, that are why it's worth keeping an eye on. One, it's technically not a mainline Pokemon game in terms of, um, you know, it doesn't follow the usual structure. Mm. Um, it's not a game that's going to come up with two versions I don't think, I think there's going to be one version of it yeah. it's a story that's set it's a prequel story, so it's set before an already existing universe in Diamond and Pearl and yet it's still going to be made by the main series people, Game Freak, mm. whereas a different studio is working on the Diamond and Pearl remakes so I think if you want to know what the future of Pokemon is going to look like I think we should be looking at that because whatever ideas they have cooking for the future of the series, I think it's going to be there. Because as much as it seems like this is a spin-off game, I feel like this is the direction that they want to take the series going forward. And I think, if if not, then it's definitely going to give us an idea of it. Because I do think that this formula, as much as it's worked of having a game with two colours or two, uh, I don't know, uh, two elements or two Posing letters ones, or yeah, yeah X and Y as well, and you've got mm. black and white, and then, you know because they've run out of colours or whatever. But like, um, yeah, so I don't know if that's like coming to an end now. It does feel like that's tired in terms mm. of, you know, the thing. and yeah, the, the two games thing is great and it gets people trading and stuff. But again, it's a thing that does feel a bit, um, not pointless in this day and age, but like a bit superfluous when they've already kind of limited what ones you can get. And even then, there's not much they can do with the internet because, you know, they've got, you can then just trade with people on the internet. So that's still going to be a key part of Pokemon games. I don't think it's as necessary to have two different SKUs. And I think there's also a degree there of saying how physical media is declining now and we're in an old digital world. So whether the two separate SKUs as a digital prospect is also probably a factor there. I definitely think Arceus, whatever they do with it, and granted, at the time of recording, it's early days. We don't know a lot about it, if anything at all, apart from the setting and the fact that yes. it's a mainline game by the main Game Freak uh, development studio. But I think that's going to be worth keeping an eye on for the future of the Pokemon series. For definitely, mm. that's definitely going to be one to watch. Yeah. Um, for my money, there's two things that could possibly. Well, there's one thing that I'd love to happen, and then one thing would be an idea. I don't know how they'd implement it, but I would bring back random battles. Not where you can see them. Just have it. it. It's annoying. It really is. But it's the the earlier games was it was random battles, and I love that. I just love random battles. So that's what I'd rather have back instead of you can see them coming or you see. Tra- I mean, you know, you can. When it comes to trainers, you can set out a line of sight or you can run right into them. Yeah, it's up to you. But I would bring random battles back. And the second thing, it's a bit a bit out there. I would make a singular Pokemon game. But I would have the story run similar to, and here's where it gets weird, Mass Effect. You would have specific... No, bear with me. I don't mean in space. What What I mean is that 
Each choice Pokemon has consequences. No. Each each choice you make in the game has consequences, and it alters the story and where mm. you go into it. So in, instead of being yeah. just beat the person, save the person, do this, collect this, and go stop them, it'd be how you beat them or what you decide to do I would have consequences be- further on. Yeah. Just something to try. So you're saying you combine the combine the both of those two together and you end up with a Pokemon game where if you don't beat the guy who really likes shorts and you don't beat the little girl who can't do maths and you don't beat the guy who likes uh, Pokemons with really cool knees. Then you cause the extinction up. of the Bulbasaur race. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that's... Yeah, that, yeah. That sounds... I, I think I'd intentionally lose them three just for the Bulbasaur, <laughs> but that's, that's my hot take. Um, no, but I, yeah, I, I agree. I kind of agree because I think like... Some it'd be something because you've got deeper like, RPG elements would definitely be because you, you've got like mission. mystery dungeon, yeah, right, where you create your own guild in one of them and then you do missions and what have you, but just something to try. I mean, at the same time, I appreciate that the series is aimed at kids, mm. so at the heart of it, you're gonna have like it doesn't matter them that I mean, that's part of why they've not changed that winning formula for so long, it's because they kind of don't have to in terms of what it works. Which is one thing in itself. Because you're aimed at kids, then you kind of um, the 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 the, peop- the biggest group of people playing your game, I guess. Even though it's not just because there's a huge contingent of people who are older that are playing it, but a lot of uh, the main audience of your game are going to be new to it anyway. So mm. they're not going to remember the old ones long enough to be bored yeah. of that structure yet. So there is a degree of how much do you cater to the old fans that want to see something new versus yeah. the kids who haven't seen that before. Yeah. But I do think maybe some deeper RPG... And not, like I said, don't, we don't need to go overboard with it because at the end of the day, it's still aimed at kids. We don't need to overcomplicate the series too much. But some deeper RPG elements, I do think, Just, could be something hmm. worth looking at for future Pokemon games. I mean, it doesn't have to be a massive amount of choices like Mass no. Effect. Just like two or three. And it alters the game how you go. You can have a light touch with it, definitely. Yeah. Just, what just, if, yeah. What, what if they combined the two? So you could have like a, you start the game and it says, would you like to play in classic mode? Or like, I, I don't know what they would call it. Like uh new mode. Do you see what I mean? Like a new story yeah, mode. Yeah. Right. So there's like classic, which is just, you play through the game mm. and it just, it is the latest iteration of Pokemon on a shiny new console using relatively the same, not the same engine, but the same rules set, the same way it plays the same gameplay mm-hmm. and then you have like i don't know advanced or new breed or something that is a clever pun right uh bulbasaur mode i don't know um where <laughs> you're essentially playing through a more a slightly richer slightly more rpg style with uh, other things right because my my original idea was going to be what if they built the randomizer into the game so you can start a game you without having to use a rom hack or whatever you can literally fire up pokemon mm. let's go eevee and it randomizes the first i don't know the first 10 pokemon you take on right mm. though i think that I, I kind of agree that'd be cool um i do so I've, there's, t- there's two main things i think with that in that one that i do think that if you do too much to it uh, you have those two, like those, uh, what is it, a thingy mode and a, uh, like yeah, a normal like a mode. Classic and an arrange or and something. And extremed yeah. mode. Mm. Yeah, arrange mode. Essentially, yeah. what you're doing there is making two games. Now, don't get me wrong, mm. they tend to make two games anyway because you've got a black and a white. 
But because you have almost have two separate projects there, it feels like one of those is almost, you know, may as well be your um like your 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 crystal to your gold and silver mm. uh, the diamond and pearl, whatever which one whatever it was. Um so it almost feels like that's that's a, a whole nother game you create now, creating two lots of work. Which mm. would I mean that's you know, take take as long as you need to make a game, don't rush games out, don't make people crunch, what have you. But that does feel like you're almost making an entirely new game there and probably would be another project. Mm. On the other hand, the other side of that, I would also say that maybe that is exactly what they're trying to do with this Ar- um, Legends Arceus. And that's was... maybe why they're not using the same naming structure as the old ones. I was just about to be... mention that. We don't know what what's coming in that one yeah, too much. So. And that this is going to be... Maybe this new Arceus one is going to have all that expanded stuff on the RPG and maybe that's why they've called it Legends Arceus and almost pitched it as a spin-off game rather than a mainland entry mm. even though it, we, I say we don't know yet maybe mm. it kind of is a mainland entry because yeah, it's been made be. by the same main, main studio but we don't, yeah. just don't know yet mm. right okay so with with them questions out of the way we'll do some more community comments shall we why, why the hell not um can i just say if you mm? if you want if you want to have a comment on a video game of some kind read out on the show please do get in touch make sure you're following us on twitter and facebook or dms and messages are open if there's a contact us page that kind of thing reach out and yeah. we'd love to talk to you and and uh, with, with questions your as comments well, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh yeah if you want to ask us a question mm. right on there we'll we'll happily answer Make sure you put a handle that we can use so we can identify you totally, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You so, don't have to use your real name is what was no, saying. No, So community comments. Jay, do you want to read the top one? I'll I'll read the um the next one down. Yeah, I'll take I'll take this one. Um, so this take is from mm-hmm. this is a, from a friend of mine over on Discord. Um, I'm going to get the name wrong because I didn't check on the pronunciation. So I'm going to say uh, Grand Rapidian Wiley or Willy. Mm-hmm. Um, W-I-L-L-I-E. <laughs> Thank you very much for reaching out and letting me know. Um, so this is, this is a wonderful, wholesome, uh, comment. It's wonderful. It says, uh, my son learned to read so that he could play Pokemon games when he was four. It literally motivated him to learn to read on his own without his parents' help. And guess what? He just graduated high school with honors. Sweet. That is awesome. Awesome. It feels that is so wholesome. But also, also awesome. <laughs> that is so wholesome. It really is. I'm going to read yeah. the next one and I'm not going to be as kind. I'm just warning you now. Um, <laughs> uh, Long term friend and uh, guy we know called Storming Gnomes had this to say For me, Pokemon was my very first entry into the anime world that later introduced me to bigger and better anime shows and movies. It will always have a place for me as a fun program to watch and me always wanting a Charizard. So I would say, like Sonic was my beginning passion for playing video games, Pokemon was my begin- my guilty pleasure and introduction into the world of anime. I am so sorry, Storm and Gnomes. I really I'm am. Very sorry. There are so much better animes out there. <laughs> Pokemon should not be your entry to it. I am so yeah, sorry. Jokes aside, he got him into it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got him to so we reached out to Lulu to see if she had anything to say. You know, she's a big fan of video games and RPGs in general, and, you know, Pokemon is an RPG. Anyway, um, she had this to say. I honestly don't know a lot about Pokemon. I only ever watched the first season of the show when it first aired, and I still think that there are only 150 of the little buggers. Did did we did we watch Pokemon back in the day? Can we still watch it now? 
so can, can you still watch it now? It's possible to, yes. If that no, I mean, can, can, can you bear to still watch it? <laughs> right, right, right. Because I'm not saying it's dated, but it's uh, it's kind of oh, hard to mate, sit through as an adult. They, they, they still produce new series of it. It's crazy. Yeah. They actually no, have I mean, a YouTube channel dedicated. To yeah. No, I mean, if if you went back and started watching oh, some of the right, episodes yeah, yeah, in the Indigo League, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Could well, could you I bear mean, to watch it? I don't think I'd be able to bear to watch the one episode that only got broadcast once. <laughs> the polygon one like yeah, we, can't, we can't we can't talk about pokemon without talking about the anime without talking about the secret episode, episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah well the thing is what, that be, that only because right what will happen is arcade attack will do one and they'll go oh but what they didn't say oh here we go <laughs> shots fired we don't, we don't have what? to talk about the one where uh, james gets boobs either do we please no i'm like the 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 holiday one yeah. yeah um and there was one where uh ash had a shotgun in his face anyway Apart from the ones that we just mentioned, can you go back and watch the originals? Is it too cringe? I mean, I, I, I'll say hand on hat, I don't watch a lot of anime. Um, <laughs> so, like, but I don't, I don't think I'd have a problem. Like, there was, I mean, I say recently, it was probably like five or six years ago now, when they would put them on on uh, Twitch as a marathon, um, mm. and I did find myself watching a few of them at the time. But like. You know, it's uh, to me, it's just a cartoon at the end of the day, and it's like it's not something I will now like actively try and go and watch or anything. Um, it's not something I would necessarily turn off if it happens to be on. But yeah, I, I as someone who doesn't watch a lot of anime, it's it's just a cartoon to me. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> For me, as someone who's watched, I I trailed off. I think about series eight at some point. I trailed off a lot of it. I can't go back. I just cringe too much. And the one that really gets me is there is an episode. I can't remember what it's called. It's one of the earlier episodes. Ash's Caterpie evolves into a Metapod and with a trainer who identifies as a samurai, I think. I kid you not, there is a, a battle where the opposing trainer has a Metapod and Ash has a Metapod and they have... A, a standoff where both of them have to use harden. They have a hard standoff. As I was gonna, they have a hard off. They have a hard <laughs> off. If you if you excuse the pun, yeah. And Jesus. it goes on for about six minutes. <laughs> I think this particular battle, Misty gets really bored and starts sunbathing. Um, I have yeah, seen, that actually does happen. I have seen clips. Uh, sometimes I'll, I'll see clips like put into it. It is it is not a joke. It, it might be a ones. meme. Yeah, and but the, yeah, and like, there was a hard off, <laughs> as it were. <laughs> there's it feels like, like it's uh, sorry, me. No, sorry. It's, um, there's a clip like I've had a clip before of uh, Meowth apparently dies from a mimicu at one point, and like it's dark, but at the same time it's like treated as a joke, like. Mm. It's just like, oh, it's like, hang on, doesn't that mean Meowth just died in the anime? Yeah. <laughs> they kill us to kids. The, 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 the anime is a bit questionable like, sometimes. What the hell? Yeah, the anime is a bit questionable sometimes. I, I will say I've been told that the Netflix remake of the first movie is apparently really good. Haven't seen Someone's it. Someone's told me, but so. yeah, I've not seen it myself to, to comment on that. Again, I, 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 about eight series and I lost interest. I just couldn't do it no more. <laughs> Apparently, it still made them cry when um, spoilers Ash dies. So, <laughs> cool. I'll put a spoiler alert. Yeah, in there. big big spoiler yeah. alert. Sorry about that. Yeah, I'll, I'll but yeah, appa- apparently, it still made it still made them uh, the big twists and stuff made them still um, as as still hit as powerful as they did back in the cinema. Apparently, but mm. um, with the remake, so mm. I've been told. So, 
moving on because we're near the end we've got a couple more community comments to do but i'll ask this first um assuming console ownership and like battery life in the cartridges isn't an issue would you recommend pokemon games as an experience to someone say if they've never played it easily um so would you do the same, Jay? Would you would you oh, recommend totally. it? Um, right. Remember what I said earlier on, there's no real lose condition mm. and there are multiple ways to the win condition. You you can adapt the game to fit your play style and what you want to get out of it. And even then, right, it, it's, it's a fun adventure. You're walking around a land and you are essentially... Um, uh capturing butterflies it's mm. it's wonderful and the music is is gorgeous the art style is wonderful and all of the the creatures are really cute except for the ones that aren't but that's <laughs> you know the, that's that's a taste thing more than anything else that's not me saying oh none of these animals are cute except for the one that's a uh, you know a trash bag with eyes uh, <laughs> and the one that's a set of keys and yeah, yeah right keys man <laughs> the one that just happens to be whatever the guy who was designing the Pokemon saw on his desk that day. And that was six that Google was the one. On that was the one that was based around America. Yeah. So you had construction <laughs> workers and massive iron gardens. You had trash bags. You had pigeons. That was the one that was based on and on the American city. I think it was New York or New Jersey. Anyway, I can't remember which one. It's been a while. I didn't play it too much. Anyway, so. If if we would suggest them, because we all agreed yes, we mm-hmm. would suggest a Pokemon of the experience. This should this should answer two questions in one, sort of like old school or new school. Which would you suggest trying first? I've got a feeling Jay is going to be very very biased towards one game. <laughs> I could be wrong. So but what would we suggest playing first? Here's my thing, right? I think that. Because I mean, we 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 touched on it earlier on when we had the question from Jay Z, right? The the core experience is still more or less the same, right? Mm. So I think it, from a core experience point of view, it shouldn't really matter which one that you suggest to someone because it still has it will each one will have at least the first the the first generation of Pokemon in, right? So there's at least that that you can experience. And yes, they've been uh, redrawn and they've been recreated in 3D. So why not? Let's. We, we, I doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I think you have- I this is entirely agree with. I think as a series, Pokemon has so many different entry points and possible mm. entry points that anyone coming new to the series at any time can come into. There's no real think, massive lane curve, is there? Exactly, really? and I think just from the sheer fact of that, it happens to be the current console. So if you want that thing of your current creature comforts um, mm. that you're used to, or that you think, and yet it's still an entryway. I, and you do, you're worried about being overwhelmed because you've missed out on 25 years of other games or whatever. Um, I would just simply go, Pokemon Let's Go, uh, Pikachu and Evo. Yes, they are simplified. Yes, they don't have the same capture mechanics. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some things missing. But if you're looking at an entry point into the series that kind of keeps things relatively manageable, relatively simple, and it's just a good entryway, and then you can go off from that and explore more into the games i mean heck you could you could go for sergeant shield if you wanted to i mean it's not what i recommend in terms of just because i didn't find it as fun an entry point <laughs> uh, so it's fun a game but um yeah just from a base level pokemon let's go eevee and pokemon let's go pikachu are the perfect literal entry point into the series i mean for me my i'd, I'd say start at the beginning but i can understand how even like the basic look of it, it can be quite intimidating because there's, it's not really, I would say it's not really that user-friendly 
the original ones because there is a steep learning curve. Essentially, there's you, you, you've got it. There's only like one sort of. I mean, the types are very in stone. You've got to use one against the other. Or you're going to struggle. But I would agree with the B. I'd say let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee. A very very nice. So Jay here with a late-breaking comment, something that I forgot to mention when we were recorded. Um, There is actually one brilliant thing that uh, Pokemon is great for. If you are studying Japanese and you can get a hold of a Japanese copy of the game, I'm not promoting uh, piracy or anything, but like if you can get a physical, actual copy of the game, the game itself, because it's aimed at younger audiences, it uses fantastically simple Japanese dialogue, right? And so if you want to practice your reading comprehension of uh, for, for Japanese, uh, there are very few kanji in there, and it actually is written for, I would say, you know, people from the age of about eight upwards. So if you want to practice and you want to play a game, that's totally uh, a thing that you should do. But also, because it's aimed at such young audiences, the, the book, the manual, all of the supporting documentation in the game, that, that's really good for, um, uh, for practicing Japanese reading comprehension too. Uh, so, if, so pro tip from me, if you are studying Japanese or you just want to practice your Japanese reading comprehension, perhaps you've already studied it in the past and you just want something to read that's fun to read and simple to grok, track down some um, Japanese physical copies of Pokemon because they are really, really good for that. That's fantastic. That's uh, that's our very long-winded, although sort of structured, ramble on the Pokemon anniversary. Twenty-five um, years, and we've covered it in. I want to say two hours. It depends how. Don't we don't remind me how old I am, please. For <laughs> God's sake. It's the last thing I need. Does, right. this, does this mean the next anniversary episode I can say? Don't remind me of how old I am. Yeah, we'll, we'll take it in ten. First one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all will. We're just like, well, that's, that's, we're I think we're all thinking, rapidly approaching forty and very aware of our own mortality at this point. I was going to say, B mentioned, uh, don't remind him of his own mortality. So don't remind me how old I am or how old I should be, although mentally I'm not. <laughs> um, so what what I'll say is that was our anniversary episode. Uh, thanks for listening. And what I'll do is I'll leave. Jay to do the outro stuff because he's really good at it and I'm not because I always forget stuff. So uh, don't worry about it, dude. It's it's uh, I can do this. I've got this. So B, tell all the people where they can find out more about you. Yes, indeed. So if you'd like to um, see more of my work, which is, I mean, more fool you, but hey, thanks for listening anyway. Um, <laughs> then you can find me on my Twitter. That's at. Uh, the underscore B, which is T-H-E underscore B, one underscore. And that's where I post again, general tweets, as, as it were. And sometimes I will comment on stuff like my work, which is somewhere else you can also find a lot of uh, my writings and ramblings and stuff like that. I'm currently news reporter on the Video Gamer website. That's videogamer.com. And occasionally you'll find uh, some of my writing also on other sites in the Rosero network. That's Xbox Achievements. Dot com and playstationtrophies.org make sure you go to all three of those sites and give them a visit and have a look and also read some of the other writings from my marvellous colleagues and myself awesome, awesome. Mm. well 
what I'll say, Pete, is always it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, so it's a pleasure I to be did, on, guys. <laughs> thank you very much. I, I did I did hint earlier on that maybe we could do some more uh, anniversary episodes if you if you'd be interested. If not, then it's fine. It's not a problem. Sure. Um, but what I'll say is. Um, thank you all for listening to this uh, another episode of the Waffle Dealers. We had a blast making it. Well, I mm. had a blast making it. I'm sure Squidge, who's about to go and edit it together, is going to tell me that he hates me now for the rest of my life. But he tells me that on a daily basis anyway. <laughs> um, B, I hope you had a blast. I hope it wasn't a complete write-off of your evening, but um, we, uh, you don't have to say, is what I'm saying. You can, you can <laughs> blink your answer if you like. <laughs> like blink so nobody knows. But those listeners right? will know. They'll know. They'll know. Absolutely. No, they won't. <laughs> now they know. No, um, but, <laughs> but what I'll <laughs> what I'll say is, if you want to, if you're somehow new to the show, uh, this is your first episode. Definitely go over to wafflingtailors.rocks. That's our website. We've got everything on there. Um, we've got uh, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch as Waffling Tailors. We're going to be reapproaching our Twitch. Um, there's some things going on at the minute that are getting in the way and we're spending some time to replan it, see what we're going to do with it. We may just scrap it. We don't know. I love doing it. Squid loves doing it. People love watching it. We've actually had some people reach out and say, hey, you guys haven't been live for ages. Is everything okay? Can I help at all? So that's mm. been really nice. Um, but yeah, if you want to get in contact with us, our DMs slash messages are open on all three of those platforms. If you want to have, if you've got something to say about the show, maybe you've got a, a, a comment on something that someone has said on the show, please get in touch. We'll happily read it out. If you give us like a pseudonym or, you know, we, we tend to not like to not, sorry, we tend to not like using people's real names. But if you want us to use your real name, please just let us know. An internet handle. That's right, it. Happily read that out. We love those handle. That's it. Pseudo internet im handle. Anyway, um, we absolutely love those five star reviews. So let us let us know that you're loving the show by going to your podcatcher of choice and leaving a review. Uh, if you don't know how to do that, go to wafflytailors.rocks forward slash our hyphen podcast and then a hash subscribe. I will put a link in the show notes for you, so you don't even have to go anywhere. But with that being said. Thank you all so much, and thank you for joining us on this journey of discussing mm-hmm. Pokemon turning 25. I really enjoyed it, and I hope you did too. Thank you ever so much, folks. Bye-bye. Bye. It's like the bee is blasting off again. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> Mustache on him, let right. Absolutely. I think somehow recording that intro has fixed my watch. Ooh. Sweet. Call that f- bonus. That's that's what we call that's what we call miracle scripts. I'm gonna say now now it will fall apart. Now we hit record. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You hearing this, Zach? No, absolutely. I just want to point out that I forgot to push record in Squadcast, but that's totally fine because we're all recording our own. Uh, I was just going to point out, like, do you know we're still not recording on the on the Squadcast? <laughs> I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. Easy, Shatner, we're not doing that. Right. (laughs) I want to get chlamydia like no one's ever had. Herpes inside my butt and every kind of crab. It's getting cut. Don't worry, it can get cut. (laughs) Oh my god, it's so warm. Mafton, is it? Yeah, it's like... (sighs) You need a fan. I don't know what I'm saying. I've I've got a fan.
Intro music is Among the Stars by Muse Station Productions. Outro music is I Need You Watashi no Sabate by GH. Spoiler break music is Spectrum Subdiffusion Mix by Phonics. Palette cleanser music is Breathe Deep, Breathe Clear by Siobhan Daguet. See the show notes for more details.